0: Blank Jack with Griffin and David. Blank Jack with Griffin and David. Don't know what to say or to expect. All you need to know is that the name of the show is Blank Jack.
1: It's just you and me now, podcast. Like, to advertise this movie with, it's just you and me now, sport. Yeah. Like. I don't, if I go to see this movie thinking it's going to be that tagline, yeah. not what I expected. The
2: That's... Con- well, the context clues are the movie's called Manhunter. He's you're a man assuming hunter. there is a manhunt,
1: sure. So Hunts you're
2: like, I can kind of see how that fits in, but the line on its own isn't like. It sounds oh, like something you shit. say at like a
3: golf game. It's right. a grandfather where you exactly. don't call anybody sport. Yeah. That's like Peter Fox, like <laughs> here I'm going to show you how to play baseball kind of movie.
4: For a second, I thought he was going back to Florida with his family. Right? <laughs> yes, you and me now
3: sport. Like you would, yeah, you would
1: say that during a chess match, right? Right. The other one I was going to do an amateur chess match, not even a high basketball. stakes one. Right. you said that during a high stakes one, the guy would be like, huh?
2: Sport? Yeah, what are you talking call about? Calling me an asshole. Even if you said that in like a, a Washington Square Park chess match, they'd be. Like, you don't deserve to be at this table. <laughs> this table that is often occupied by homeless people. And
1: he's talking to someone who murders and bites people. It's a little casual. Hey sport. I'll say.
2: <laughs> hey, sport. It's you and me now. The other one was, uh, and if one does what podcast does enough times, one will become as podcast is. That's pretty good. Is he trying? Do you see? Yes. What is? Is he trying to be not Scottish in this? Yeah. He's got the weird inflections A little
4: bit. It. He yeah. smooths
2: out his accent. As time goes on, he becomes
1: He's someone a who weird can... accent guy. Cause him and X too, yes. he's doing like sort of a southern accent. Right. But half the time you're like, Wait, is this guy supposed to be like you know, he's right. it's half- I, right. I was burning villages in Nam while you were still sucking on your mother's teeth. He does say that.
2: He does he has that thing kind of like Liam Neeson, where even when he's playing an American, you're like He's not American, right? Right. 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 This doesn't sound like an American talks.
1: Right. It's like, is he a Scottish guy who like moved to Kentucky like when he was 35? Like that's the only way I can explain this.
2: Right. In any Liam Neeson movie where he's like, I was born in Louisiana.
1: (laughs) But every single person who has played Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Is not American. Correct. Hannibal Lecter is American, I guess, but he's. Eventually, you realize he's from Europe. I guess. Welsh, Lithuania, right? Right. If the TV shows should right. be believed, yes, that's right.
2: Right. But the rundown is Welsh, Scottish, French,
1: yeah, and, and Mads Danish is Danish, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so we were we were talking about this yesterday, and I'll introduce the show in about forty five minutes. Yeah, sure, sure. We'll get yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, but but David and I uh, me blew our load a little bit, but but now we have two guests to discuss this with. Um, how weird it is that Hannibal Lecter is a franchise.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I know that this movie is the one that's like outside of the continuity.
4: It counts. Yeah. Well, the name is spelled differently. Yeah. Spelled it it, differently. So it's just a double, right? There's like another Lecter.
2: Right. And I think because we were going over, there's the weird thing where Dino De Laurentiis is producer on every Hannibal Lecter movie Except other than Silence. the one that won Best Picture. Right. Right. And right. I think it makes it's
1: sense. because they misspelled it in this. I think there was some loophole. I can probably look up what the like, vagaries of why yeah. he doesn't own the rights to the Silence of the Lambs
4: are. Like, it's something to do with that.
2: He had to give permission where he was like, you can use the characters because I'm not going to make another Thomas Harris movie.
4: Right. They're all different books. So maybe he didn't right. own the rights to just that Silence of the Lambs. I don't know. But then Dino De
2: Laurentiis was sort of just like, hey, you want to take my advice? Don't make a Hannibal Lecter
1: movie. It always <laughs> loses money. He owned And then they uh made Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I think it's just that he may have just owned Red Dragon. Weird. I don't know though, because didn't he produce Hannibal? The, like Hannibal? Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal is for All sure. Of it. Yeah. 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 Hannibal's yeah. terrible. Yeah, he did. It is right. terrible. Yes, well, that's the you. thing I was talking about with Griffin. One, yeah. that it's crazy that it's a franchise in Hollywood that there's a psychiatrist who eats people. Right. <laughs> and he's like kind of a middle aged gentleman. Right. Two, it's insane that the guy who's most iconic for it, uh-huh. Hopkins. Only is in one good movie, and the
4: other good things are not Hopkins. And yes. people like those too. Yeah. Well, I think Anthony Hopkins is a pretty good actor, and he's, he's done a good other actor. other good movies. He's you said a, he's only been in one good movie. No, I'm saying his one other lectors.
2: Oh, okay. Come his on. other
1: lectors are bad. Like no one's like, I love Red Dragon. Ratner really knocked it out of the park. Like people are like, Oh, it's okay.
3: I've met people who think that. That's I, insane. Really? people who are like, That's his good movie, don't you know? I'm like, No, it isn't. I mean, Talking is to people is it Ratner's bus stop? good movie? I can make that argument. He didn't fuck sure. it up. Like,
2: sure. it's
4: okay.
2: That was that run where Ratner was like, what if I was classy? And everyone's like, you, Rat,
1: you don't have to even try.
4: <laughs> when are you guys doing Ratner on the show?
1: Oh, boy. <laughs>
4: you know, you I mean. You bitched him. Right.
1: Uh, uh, in, in my opinion, he is the def- definitive opposite of our show. Uh, because he never really got a blank check. He was a total journeyman guy who his studio would be like. Come in and only do an adequate job, and if you, you push back with us at all, fuck you, right? Yeah, and you know what's interesting, and Brandon actually? was like, I'm not pushing back, baby. He <laughs> this did, sounds great. He
2: did have a couple blank check projects that never get made. Oh, really? Like his totally oh. ill-advised uh, Hugh Hefner biopic that he wanted to make forever and oh, ever and ever. I'm sure
1: that would go over. He should make that now. He right. should <laughs> make that now. That would uh, kill.
2: Ocean's Eleven was supposed to be his blank check. He developed Ocean's right. Eleven. Right. And then he dropped out to do Superman. And sure. then got fired off a of Superman. Right. But he like always had this resentment that Soderbergh got to take it to the finish line. He was like, I, was, I wanted to do Downey Jr. Hugh Hefner, which would have been a nightmare
1: movie. <laughs> yep. Um, his, you know what his best thing is? Brett Ratner? Yeah. Uh, Rush Hour 1. The Prison Break pilot. That's the best thing he's ever directed, in really? my opinion. Yeah. I love that pilot. It's such a good pilot.
2: He's one of those guys where it's like... You guys can weigh in on you, Brett Ratner's I, I, best work. I, I
3: mean, I, I don't <laughs> have it in we? front of me. Uh, uh, I mean, it would have to be... I didn't hate Red Dragon, so I guess I, it does have to I'm be that. I'm kind
4: of leaning that way, too, because Brett Ratner just doesn't make the movies I like, but now McG, guys. Oh, yeah. Mick that G. is a blank check candidate, if I ever heard of one. We oh. could do McG. We could yeah. do McG. I think it would be boring.
2: And the drop-off recently. It's like he well, now did that he like just, Netflix. The Netflix right. Bella Thorne
1: movie? Oh, yeah. man. Mm, what's it called? It's called The Babysitter. The Babysitter. Right.
2: And he did the the Haley Steinfeld, The Cause movie.
1: Uh, right? Haley. Oh, Three Days to Kill? Correct. Mm, not good. Um, it's not good. Yeah. This means war? Not so good. But they both uh, had that I just, I just got that you were talking about Kevin Costner I'm and not to take Bill it back. Cosby. I'm trying to take it back. I'm <laughs> trying to rebrand
2: it. I think That's someone clear. in the world should be called The Cause. And Kevin Costner still
1: rules. You know what the best thing? No, you know what? He didn't direct the OC pilot. He just developed the OC. I was about to say McG's best thing Lyman is the OC directed pilot, the OC Doug Lyman directed Didn't, it. Lyman directed didn't
4: it. he do Fastlane?
1: Yes, that yes. was a McG. He okay. does a lot of TV. Right. He did like the Lethal Weapon remake that has lost every actor. <laughs> like, like everyone keeps quitting and they're like, we're going to keep making this for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Right?
2: Yes, no, uh, all facts. Okay, yes. Uh, I do love the, like, the McGee ratner parallel thing where they're like, okay, but seriously, I'm a serious director. (laughs) Like, they both went through those phases where they were doing all this press where they're like, I know it's easy to dunk on me, and I'm a music video guy, and I'm kind of a greasy goofball. And I call myself McGee. Right. (laughs) Right, but do you remember when he was doing, like, Terminator Salvation Press? yeah. And he was like, look, James Cameron wasn't James Cameron when he made Piranha. It was Terminator that, like— and I'm I'm saying, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like this is going to be my Terminator. And they were like, Terminator Salvation is your Terminator? <laughs> it is
1: your Terminator. Is, I, I mean, mean that's right. what it is. It's right. your is Terminator. Right. And right. He did
2: We Are Marshall. He
1: did. That right. was him trying to be serious. Right. Yeah.
2: Which, you know, the whole thing with that movie is that he hates planes. He refuses yes. to fly. So he made it because he was like. This is the movie that like reaffirms my belief that planes are evil. It's the one thing I
4: <laughs> fully they on board with. Mick an G.
2: Entire football team. So you
4: could do it back to back with Lars von Trier now, right? Another yeah. no plane guy. Yeah, yeah. Just no plane podcast. Plane check.
2: Mick Mick G Was
4: hired to do Superman
2: when Ratner got fired. Had a green light, and they said, "But you have to film in Australia," and he quit the movie.
1: <laughs> I total respect
3: as yeah. someone who is a major. I hate yeah. planes. I'm not a fan of him either. I do remember something about, like, right when he was, I think it was Charlie's Angels, he was doing press for that. Mm-hmm. And somebody actually asked him, like, is it Mick G or MCG? Uh-huh. <laughs> and he got really angry. He was like, fuck you. Like, it's I'm not, clearly it, Mick G. Yeah, it was, it's,
4: it's Mick G because people were confusing <laughs> with MC Ganey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. He just, like, got, like, the sweats, and you could tell he was kind of pissed off by it, but he was like, yeah, it's Mick G.
2: I wish... His name was MCG. I think I'd have more respect if Definitely. he was a director named MCG. I just remember he, he like, when he was doing the, the Terminator Press once again, he was like, you know, I make one mistake in my life. I register with the DGA as Mick G. And I'll never live it down. Um, um, introduce the show. Yes, this, of course, is Plane Check. <laughs> uh, it's a podcast about directors who are afraid to board a commercial airline. Um, no, it's not. I'm goofing. You're goofing. I'm goofing, spoofing. It's a podcast about filmographies. Directors who have massive success early on in their career give a series of blank checks to make whatever crazy passion projects they want. And sometimes those checks clear. And sometimes they bounce, baby. And then sometimes someone uh, just uh, doesn't make a movie for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Seven years. Yes, a full seven. Wow. And then comes back and is like, cool, I'm only doing... Hundred million dollar movies now, right, right. Even though I've never made a hit,
1: right, yeah, but I did make, I guess. Um, what's it called? Uh, Miami, Vice. Miami Vice.
0: Yes, right,
2: right. And, right. But he's he's a weird guy. I mean, it's like uh, uh, we've covered James Al Brooks on this podcast. who's was another guy who got his check from doing TV, TV. Yeah. but it was like he had to really fight from going from TV to film, and then it
1: was like no return. And uh, man makes three movies, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go back and make some more TV." Yeah, I'm gonna make crime story. Right, I'm all in on Farina. Farina's my guy. Who wouldn't be so fucking ugly?
4: (laughs) (laughs) That this is you should explain. I I
2: told this. Of course, our guests today, Eric and Chris from We Hate Movies. We've completed the collection. Hello. We,
4: right. yes, now we are owned by blank check. You yeah, are. that's unfortunately yes. how it works. Right. We don't tell anyone. Leverage that. buyout. Yeah. We're gonna be under the desk for the yes. remainder oh. of at least Michael Mann. Well
3: right. you're you're the fatalist. I'm looking for a good shelf. I'm hoping a good shelf for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think top shelf for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna like
4: compliment that. you today, Chris. Thank I don't you. do it often on our show. So.
3: <laughs> we're we're gonna make We Hate Movies our
2: our sort of black label. Ooh.
4: You know our luxury brand. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> go on, this is your bit. I can't go any further. With okay, that. fine. I thought you had more. You're good at the like steel book talk, like all the oh, sort yeah. of like variant edition talk. Black series, black series. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. What was it? Oh no, signature. Right? Is that that's yeah. the new signatures?
4: That's signature the new Disney, edition, right? right. Because bl- they
2: went through all the, the metals are out. gold, platinum. Right. Then they went to diamonds. right?
4: So now we're back to just like ink on paper?
2: It's just Walt signature. signature. And they'll be like, it's the Lion King signature edition. Like after he was thirty years dead. That's They made a movie about lions? What are you talking
1: about? Lions don't talk why does Walt Disney talk right. like this they took
2: his frozen hand out of the cryo chamber and then just had it signed mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. is it his whole body or is it just his head I think there's been conflicting reports the, I, I
2: thought it was the head I, I think was, the popular belief is it's just the head I hope it's uh, like a Terminator just the body it. <laughs> just cool. the, that'd be great just get, get that right. head and, out of here and then here. Michael
1: Eisner's deal was yeah. like you add my head when I die oh, well, we, we create a Disney Frankenstein. CEO Frankenstein Walt,
2: Walt Disney famously rock and bod <laughs>
1: The was caught. Yeah. The man was our inspiration. <laughs> oh boy! Has
2: anyone ever suggested before that maybe Walt was Zaddy? <laughs> is that? I mean, can I can I propose that perhaps,
1: as someone who barely knows what Zaddy is, sure, murder yeah, Walt, me, Walt. Walt was that? Yeah, murder. <laughs> Walt Disney pushed me.
2: <laughs> Walt Disney. Pushed me. All right, come I like on. Push me. I like how innocuous.
1: It's Becca Bolness.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just Full blank name
1: push me after right. because Nicholas Holt pushes Emma Stone in right. the, the favorite, which
2: is certainly
1: very hot.
3: It is pretty hot. It's very. Is hot. there a push? It's a good push. Is there a difference between Zaddy and Daddy, or is it just more intense?
2: It's just this thing where like the second the lame people on the internet start co-opting the cool lingo, we have to
3: pervert this further. Change
2: like three words and make it oblique so that people can't use it for another four months. Right. Like we got to stay ahead of them somehow.
1: And if it's on blank check, that means it's time to change it again. I I would say like someone (laughs) just heard that we use the word zaddy and they're like, all right, all right, wrap it up. We're going to find some new word. With
2: that, with that, I want to make an official announcement that I've been holding on to for a little while. Uh I'm officially adding on fleek to my blank check reference. It's just wow. gotten rotten enough. That's I wait for putrid like,
4: that's actually a good idea. That's, that's my like thing.
1: five years old.
2: I wait for that point. Right, you know? right. right.
4: Lang- language is cyclical. That's, right. that's why most people speak old English.
2: And on fleek was an experiment <laughs> for me of like how long can I age this whiskey in the barrel?
3: Well, now you're gonna see like Twitter, it's gonna be on Zleek or
4: something
2: right, like that. Right, sure, Right. And I will wait five years to start using <laughs> that. The right. second a thing has, like— You now, let it
4: ferment on the shelf. You go to the top shelf. You pull down on fleek. And, and what, some other, what are the other youthful expressions of a bygone right. era?
2: Cool people use it. Then journalism, Twitter uses yes. it. Then, like, parents and comedy people start using right. it ironically. Right. Then people start ironically using people using it ironically. Right. Then, then I wait then five months. Then you're in. Then I use it.
4: And you become a new new cool person. Yes. <laughs> to then— Kick it all off. Right, again. that's my movement. It's the new cool. <laughs> um, What's our miniseries called? I'm sorry
1: that I keep. Yeah, yes, no, yes, of course. course. You know, I'm
4: not into new cool. I'm more of a cool Coca-Cola guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. New uh, classic. New Zool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What? <laughs> New Zool? New he Zool? Got a Z onto it.
4: Clear Z. Ghostbusters
1: 3. I was we'll about to say, is no, that no like Biller than Zool? Mark, like talking to the Ghostbusters? No he's like, New one. Zool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Right? All right. Thank you.
2: Thank uh, you. Uh, New Zool. If you're going to have a flat top, you better be wearing a onesie with weird sculptural bubbles all over it.
1: <laughs> Good.
2: Good. Uh, Newzool, uh, if you got two dog sculptures, uh, you better make them come to life. <laughs> Keep going, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know what else could I do with Newzool. You Zool. can introduce Zool. the podcast. Miniseries. Okay, the podcast mini series is called "The Cast of the Mohicans." No, "The Cast of the pod-heekens. Oh, Fuck, it's called "Cast of the podhican's aka is the Michael Mann. We could think of right, the only one. He's got a lot of very short titles. You didn't think of the Podsider?
1: Yeah, we like to have cast. We like to get both of okay. them in there. All right. right. I mean, maybe we should drop that. I don't know. It's fun that we keep doing it's it. It's fun that we keep. It's doing very laborious.
2: It. It's fun that we the keep doing it. Yeah. The, the keyboard <laughs> game arrived. Today. We just got the keyboard game. Very yeah.
1: slender volume. I like that. It's a nice tight little box. You know how board games these days are these like giant boxes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, these kids and their board games. Like a sleek,
4: slender board. Well, kind of that, those, that's gonna come back in style soon enough, right? The, the sleek ones. Right. I exactly. think right. I think on it's sleek. gonna come on back sleek. on sleek.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a photo finish. That
3: was, right. These board zames are on sleek. <laughs> <photo> <laughs> yeah,
2: these board zames. <laughs> um, I'm a zamer. Are you guys zamers? I don't know what you're talking you about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> We now have acquired both the Keep board game and the Keep uh, Dungeons and Dragons role-playing
1: book. Right, and we're wondering what our next steps are going to be, but there will be next steps.
2: There will be next steps. Uh, probably Rent-Out Madison Square Garden. Yeah. See the, if we can s- fill it. Sure. Not right. the Hulu Theater. With
1: what? fuck uh, that. With, you know, our list. Garbage. <laughs> fish heads. <laughs> <laughs> packed snow. <laughs>
2: packed snow. <laughs> I don't know. Some tightly packed snow. Yeah,
1: exactly. Godzilla eggs. <laughs>
2: Godzilla <laughs> yeah, They're in there. Yeah. They're somewhere. Yeah. That's that's an event I really wish I was at. Godzilla? The gods. yes, I wish I was in Godzilla. <laughs> um uh specifically '98. No, have you guys read about the, the Godzilla Madison Square Garden premiere that was apparently like the best premiere of all time I no. ever walked out of it and they were like, It's the best blockbuster of the
1: last that's twenty like, years. That's like the, the height of like Hollywood's Gilded Age, where yeah. they're like, We're gonna make movies like this forever. They'll never blow up in our faces.
2: Right. And it was, like, jam-packed Madison Square Garden playing Godzilla.
1: That is quite a place to premiere a movie. Yeah. That's crazy. Right.
2: And the third act is, like, them, like, breaking into Mass Square Garden, going through the eggs, and the audience was cheering, and they had, like, giant, like, like, fucking 15-foot inflatable beach balls, and they were, like, yeah, it was, like, good. Coachella for Godzilla. Right. And everyone came out of it and was like, they, they've done it. It's not since Spielberg. And then, <laughs> and then everyone saw I was like, what's this piece of shit? Broderick's your lead? A bunch of critics had to be like, uh, I saw it again. <laughs> <laughs> right, right,
3: right. I redacted my previous review. Look, there were Godzilla beach balls. What did you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. What, what you, I was reviewing the experience. Right, and People right.
1: were cheering. Wow. The New York Times has an article. Oh, no. The LA Times. So. Yeah.
2: It was like a huge. It was like the like peak Hollywood movie premiere. Right.
1: Thirteen thousand
4: people yeah. went to this premiere. Yeah, <laughs> they insane. all loved it. Yeah. in this movie, they this was the one that they had the mayor Ebert like. Mm-hmm. So they're like they're they're Shira Ebert, she- Ebert. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Francisco okay. and Ebert, and
2: they, his yeah. aide. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. Michael Siskel. Lerner
1: plays. Yes, right. Ebert, and he can't stop like eating M and M's. Like yeah. it is the most basic like. Uh, fat guy evil critic joke right right? and when Siskel quits he goes like I give you two thumbs down right and Ebert reviewed it he was like I thought that was kind of funny like he was (laughs) not affected by it
4: the best evil critic joke was in uh, They Live the John Carpenter film where Uh they have Ebert and Siskel as um, aliens in the TV oh yes yeah, that's a nice little. Uh, yeah, th- uh, that's enough, you know. You don't yeah. need to name a character after
2: it. I also think the nicer one is like Leonard Malton uh, uh, slams Gremlins, and yes. Joe Dante's yeah. like, "Cool, I wrote an under five for you. You're playing <laughs> Leonard Malton, and you get eaten by Gremlins."
4: <laughs> but you like let he him was, like, do it. Me up, yeah, right. yeah, It's lighthearted.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Manhunter. Manhunter. We're talking a, about the a film, film, very Manhunter similar today. to Gremlins too. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. I think so. You know? Yeah. Or is Red Dragon? No. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the first Lecter movie. It's not a sequel. Did you guys watch the show, Hannibal? Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, love I that did not. Show. It's yeah. the best show. It's great. It's so it is the best show. It's,
5: if I feel like the show kind of does the story better, maybe
1: well, I don't does Red Dragon better? I disagree. You just does this specific story better. Yeah, I disagree. It, I don't
3: know. It does a, a very weird twist because I mean it clearly isn't the same like no. thing, but I, I actually. I mean, they're just so t- two different they're beasts. Very to me. different. Yes. Yeah.
5: But I, I like that you get to see Hannibal with yes. Will. Well, but
1: that's mm-hmm. the, that's the thing. They, they had two seasons, and then in the third season, they did Red Dragon. Right. Right. Yes.
4: And they, it was Richard Armitage. Yeah. And it it's was
3: okay. And it's not even the full season. That, no, it's that like, was like half, half of the, a season. Second half of the th- um, third
4: season. I'm gonna wait for Hannibal to come in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. I, I, maybe it was just at that point when you're when. He shows up and he's yeah. got a dragon tattooed yeah. on him, and he's got a cleft palate, and you're like, I've, I'm, I've, I've no, I've seen this. Like it's, it's okay. It is we didn't weird need to do this that there the are time.
2: specifically three adaptations of Red of Dragon, book. which yeah. on its own isn't a book in which like, Hannibal
1: is a peripheral character, right? And right. it's not
2: like the book is like such a fucking like. It's like, a good book, yeah, yeah, but I, but it's not like one of the canonical
1: crime texts, you know. It's, I would say it is one of the canonical crimes. You tests. really think yes. so? Yes. It kind of invented the idea of like a profiler as as like it, a, as a okay. thing.
3: It was like one of those first big airport novels it's I remember 100%. when I when I was a kid. Like my parents read the shit of it, and then when I was old enough, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch okay. this. I'm and gonna like, read this."
1: David Foster Wallace is like before he died was very much like Thomas Harris is the greatest American novelist alive Like I, mean, I think that's that a cool take and Silence of the Lambs yeah. are like two of my favorite books
2: it also feels like uh, and correct me if I'm wrong but this feels like oh he was one of the first guys to deal with uh, how fucking upsetting crime is exactly and like right. the actual sort of that was, like he was right. the that's first his whole thing yeah, to yeah.
1: To before then everyone what? was what? like what?
3: crime's great yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would be, no I think you're right like no, but, the sort of the, grotesque the emotional tax of uh, crime of,
3: horror
2: maybe is right, what right, I would say sure. you know like rather than like ah I'm sticking you up you see you
1: know <laughs> <laughs> would be funny if Hannibal said that
2: <laughs> and I feel like serial killer movies were more just like oh, did they even
1: exist I
2: guess Halloween like you know there was a little of that but it and was so there's shit like new. Dirty Harry where it's like he's like trying to Sure, the right, but but guy. like this is a movie where it's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like where well, they're just like casually at minute fifteen, just- they're like, is he- so is he fucking the bodies or not? <laughs> you know, like that feels like. I have to imagine kind of New Frontier in 1985. Well, it's also like
1: professionals have to deal with these people. Right. Right, And, like, and it's like a whole job like within the FBI. Like right. There are people who are like, yeah, I, I have to figure out why the crazy people behave that way.
2: Okay, so to zoom out and talk about the weirdness of the Hannibal franchise, the uh, thread I started uh, 45 minutes ago on this podcast, it's weird that these two both get the thing of, oh, the most disturbing and upsetting thing you can do. By these two, I mean uh, Manhunter and Sounds of the Lambs the first two adaptations of Thomas Harris are like, the most upsetting thing you can do is make this feel really banal. Like, not shoot this like a horror movie. Not, like, gussy it up. And just have, like, people in, like, shitty fucking fluorescent lit... Uh, offices right. talking about these horrible fucking acts. In, like, suits and ties. Right, yeah. right. Like, oh, fuck. These these people just have to live in this on a day-to-day basis. Right. And uh, uh Will Graham in this is this amazing performance of just, like, a guy who's just finally breaking from having to live in this world and think Who, about this shit he too broke. Much. Right, right. He's broken. Right, he is broken, yes. Right, and, yeah. Right, and then uh, the rest of the movies after this, including, like, when Ratner wants to do his fucking, like, watch me, I can make a serious movie, they become, like, very sort of, like, ominous and
1: dark. Yeah, and they're, like, and gothic, gothic and graphic. Right, you right. Know. Then, and then Hannibal goes in its own direction. Hannibal is, right. like, it's just psychedelic. Right. right. Like, it's like, let's take it all the way. This should be, like, porn. Yeah. Like, but in a great
3: way. Yeah. I don't know. You like that's, I mean, You're, you're that's, with me. I will say about uh, what Ben was talking about, like, I feel like the last season of Hannibal did something good where it visually was much more, like, visceral. Like, you got that rush Mm. of what those kind of people must feel in those moments. Hundred percent. Whereas right. yes. this, they are like a little bit more distance. I mean, that's my man's thing, but like, yeah, yes.
5: So, like, Red Dragon yes. element in the show is just so much more explored, and it's like, I love uh, what's the poet's William, Blake. William, what William is, Blake. What is
4: the deal with killers and William Blake? Right,
2: the, the Salinger thing. Like, it's weird that like certain writers just seem to activate people without their work being like violent.
5: Yeah. William you know, Blake, though, is just a freak. Right. He's just a straight yeah. up freak. Especially for the time, right? <laughs> he died 500 years ago. No, like, but he was no, such no, a weird a freak. Would, he would make yes, his own weird illustrations text. and yes. he would, like, wrote all this poetry. He did it
3: all on his own. Yeah, he, was so on he, was also, he was on fleek. fleek. He was on fleek. He was an on fleek freak. But William Blake, I mean, he was Zaddy. He I was, mean, zaddy. He William was Blake. Well, zaddy. William Blake was one of the original Zaddies. He was a
4: Zaddy. But, I mean, the Red Dragon portraits, I think they were, like, commissioned or something, so.
1: Uh, yeah well he was Blake is one of those guys Who like did all this shit Died And then afterwards People were like Do you know that he did all this shit Like no right. one knew who he was When he was alive yeah. He was just a maniac He died like oh
4: Just like ago. Vincent Van Gogh Why aren't people killing In the name of Vincent Van Gogh That would be Like how they did Like an Edgar Allan Poe serial killer thing They should do a Vincent Van Gogh <laughs> Exactly killer. I mean where, it, it's really good, where it's like Someone's beautiful. in a
1: field of sunflowers yes. And the guy's like <laughs>
5: Mm. Um, no a Pollock one the, no. well,
1: like I, everyone's all oh, like, Drippy no, <laughs> that's, that's kind of every murder exactly. is, <laughs> just ends up
2: expulsion being expulsion of bodily fluid I got one here and I, only because we're recording this in advance do I feel comfortable saying this on the mic because I will have already sold this to Disney Plus by the time this episode comes out <laughs> mm-hmm. Picasso murders yes the Picasso we murders he rearranges oh I love yes. it Jigsaws you up yeah Cubist and he takes different bodies. Like, we can't ID this. Well, it's one guy's teeth, another oh guy's God. eyes, but look they're in where, the butt. Look at
5: where this guy's arm is. <laughs> I you don't this guy's
4: arm. It's kind of like the Joker of painters. It kind
2: of is like the <laughs> Joker of painters. Uh, I, you know, I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, guests on other people's podcasts sure. recently, and I, I, I went on your guys' show, oh, yeah. and that was like early in this run of doing it, and I realized uh, I don't think there was one of them
4: where the Joker
2: didn't come up, <laughs> and it wasn't me forcing it.
4: No, no, not at all. I mean, the Joker is just ever present in he's society these days. Ever present. It would yeah. come
2: up in one way or another every single podcast I've done. And then
4: would you ride into the ground?
2: Oh, are you kidding me? You gotta <laughs> the Joker. And that's
4: what the Joker would do. He's the clown exactly. prince of crime. He's the clown prince right. of crime. You were on our episode on Pet Cemetery, the right. nineteen eighty nine version, and it was the
2: Joker of episodes. It
4: Someone was. Is, it was very funny.
1: Someone is going to one hundred percent make this movie as a Joker movie sometime.
4: Like what? that's going to
1: happen twenty years from now. Oh, it's going to yeah. be. We're doing a Batman movie where he's like. We're really doing the detective thing, and like Joker's going to be in jail, and he's going to have to like talk to Joker to figure out what's going on with yeah, you know, Hush or who you know, name a Batman villain who's. I a was going to say it the, was it was Mr. You know, or, Yeah, they, right. right.
2: I was going to say it would just be Gordon without Batman, but then that's also like that's what Gotham was. R- Gotham
1: the show. Right. 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 right,
2: right, right. Uh, it's yes. It does feel like that will. Uh, will Someone happen. will have
1: that pitch. There's gonna. Be I'm, every, I'm
4: ready every for a 10 bye years. bye
2: birdie with Joker. That's the one I want. Oh. <laughs> I want a musical about some young girls who can't get enough of that Joker. <laughs>
4: okay. Love that joke. We yeah. I I didn't
2: Joker. care. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a Joker musical. Is doable. That's like not a, a oh, bad idea. Yep. Yeah. it's yeah. coming already. I mean, he wears suits. Here's what I think the musical but
2: should be. Well, he's kind of
5: funny too. Yeah, yeah we haven't <laughs> mentioned Carl Prince of Musicals. He's
2: funny. Here's a pitch that I actually like. Actually, is is probably worth twenty million dollars. The musical is Joker taking over someone else's musical. Oh, sure. Do you know what I'm So the marquee is like, kiss me, Kate. And then it's like scribbled out. And it's like, ha, yeah. ha, ha, Joker musical. Right. And you go and it's like a set and everything's like proper. And then the Joker comes in and just like fucking
4: chaos reigns. And it's meta. And like the performers yes. are playing, they're playing th- this performance, but right. they're playing themselves right. as the actors playing that right. performance. He's so holding he's the company the of a Broadway yeah.
2: musical hostage to act out his musical. It's like a staged reading. I can't yeah.
4: believe you're a
3: billionaire after selling all these pitches. Right? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! And it was uh, it was put on by Wayne Enterprises.
2: It was it's put on by Wayne Enterprises. That's why, it, right? The That's summit. why he did it. Yeah, right.
3: exactly.
1: And then at the end, he gases the entire audience. Yes, right, right. Uh, I Not just a imagine- lot of repeat customers. No. 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 I just imagine Warner Brothers being like hearing that and being like, "We can't make this right now because I don't know if you know this, but we have a Joker movie. Well, we are going to pay you just in case because you know we never know. We might need another Joker movie next year. Yeah, we what do about have- Joker
5: on ice." That's even right. too twisted. All right, I'm, I'm going to okay. No more Joker talk. So this
2: movie, 1985. Sansa Lambs <laughs> is 90 or 91? Uh, 91, isn't it? Yeah. 91. Yeah. At that point, you're just like, well, this is like someone else adapting another one of this author's works. Right. And his books are connected. It could have just felt like fucking out of sight and Jackie Brown both having Ray Nicolette, except as two different actors in this case. Sure. Like they're not, you know, movies that are linked. Right. And then everyone's like, oh, fuck, Hannibal's a franchise. For 11 years, everyone's like, or 10 years, they're like, oh, are they ever going to get Anthony Hopkins to come back? Right. Is Thomas Harrison ever going to write another thing? It's one of the great unmade sequels, which you and I were talking about this last night. It's crazy that people were like, oh, fuck, it's the one we've all been waiting for. And you're right. like, you watch of the Lambs now, and you're like, people wanted another one? It doesn't them? need a sequel. It's just a wow. good joke at the end.
3: It, right. It does the thing, I think, where it the horror movie thing. Like, cause you watch Sansa Lambs. You watch Sansa Lambs. It's not really a, I mean like there's horror elements, but that's yeah. not what I think about with that sure. movie. Sure. Right. It's a but f- it crime
1: took, thriller horror sort of. Right. right. Yeah. But
3: it took that thing of like Halloween and all those where the villain is what keeps the thing going. Right. And yes. then they just
2: made him like this like larger than life boogeyman. Like yeah. this like
3: shadow over humanity.
2: But, and then they finally get him on and he does two he does two
1: sequels rapidly within like three years, one which is super violent and one which is kind of like going for a way classier vibe, right? Like Hannibal is just like the grossest shit in the world, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then Red Dragon is like, no, 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 wait a second, like he's also classy. Like, it is too classy. It is crazy. <laughs> Lots of big actors. I, you know. I have Hannibal not seen Red like an, Dragon. I mean, Red Dragon has such an all-star cast. I've not seen Red
2: Dragon, but oh, I've seen it. No, I was looking it up last night because I was like trying to remember who played what part. It is crazy how stacked that. It's cast so is stacked. Exact. And you just uh, wonder what all those people felt like being
1: directed by Brett Ratner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, no, I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman is Freddie Lowndes in that movie. Yeah. Which is what? Like a five yeah. minute part. Yeah, Mary you know, Louise like, Parker is yep. uh, She's, uh, right. the, the blind, Will's wife. Uh, right. the, the, the wife, right. Who's the right. blind lady? Of uh, it's Emily Watson. Emily Watson. Emily Emily Watson, Watson. Right, Emily yeah. Watson, yeah. But you know, Fines is good. Yes, Fines is really the good. thing that's really good about Red Dragon. Okay. I love Tom Noonan and I love him in Manhunter. Yeah it's a very specific and very cool performance Yeah,
4: and I think there's even more William, William Blake talk in the, Red Dragon well
1: there's the, the Red Dragon is heavy on the William Blake yeah. right? he eats the painting yes which is yes. something he does in the book cool he goes to the Brooklyn Museum which is where it
4: is yeah gets it out of the archive and eats it well we could do that today right we yeah. could do that 100% that, that's Patreon content yeah, yeah.
1: so uh, does does Red Dragon have more Hannibal in it or do they just yes it shoehorns Hannibal in wherever okay. it can it also shows you Hannibal attacking William. Graham okay you know to try and get a little more of that yeah. in there that's the I think that's
3: what happens that's at the, the very prologue beginning. Yeah. It's,
1: it's where Will Graham's like I just wanted to meet with you because you're a psychiatrist right. and Hannibal's like yes of course like let's uh, come into my so office so like more screen you
2: know. time than Silence of the Lambs less than Hannibal
1: yeah, yeah he's sure. like a oh. co-lead yeah he, I mean is mean, the lead right yeah.
3: right I mean, but Hannibal is just all him. Like Hannibal is yeah. all. Julianne right. Moore. Yeah, I mean, she's right. doing her best, but they. I don't think they really knew what to do with the That's character so in that yeah. sense. And I mean, like, I it's one, one know, reason people want to see them like, not into get it get together.
5: Guys, the thing is, he ate their liver. He ate their liver right. with fava beans and a nice, nice can. Yeah, a nice yeah. can. Yeah. I'm having
1: an old friend for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. He eats people. Yeah, he That's his either. bit. He eats people. It's a good
2: bit. Have I ever told?
5: (laughs) 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 Opinions vary. I love the way they show him preparing the, the, the victims on the TV show. Oh, yeah.
3: Of course. I mean, that's the one thing that they really miss. The Network should take notes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a lot of cuts off slow motions. Oh, no, it's, oh,
4: I, I love all that stuff. Right. Well, there's one Hannibal property I don't think we've mentioned yet at all, and I've never seen it, and I'd be surprised if anyone has, is Hannibal Rising.
1: Yes. Right. yes. 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 You, guys, you, right. see, you
4: see it? You see it? No. No. Nope. no. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's like a young, young. like <laughs> sexy coming of age, young buck Hannibal. a French dreamboat. He's,
2: Gaspar UL, yeah. who is mostly now known for doing like Dior ads. Sure. He's an
1: actor though. He He'll does do like some Yeah, shit. but I'm saying yeah. in terms of visibility, he's a hottie. He's a super hottie. You're he right. Does he does a does lot like, of like a uh, Chanel right. ads. I think he played uh, Yves Saint Laurent in like the biopic right. of Saint Laurent. Like right.
2: He was in very long engagement, the Genet film, which is sort of his breakout thing. But it was very odd that they were like and now, finally, we found the person to take the mantle from Anthony Hopkins. This
1: fucking guy you've never heard of. This, yeah, yeah, French print model. Right, and yeah. he, and it's going to be directed by who? Who directed yeah, Hannibal Rising? Anyone tell? Nobody has uh, no credit. To yes. <laughs> wow. No, no. Uh, that was Peter the, Weber. That was the
5: wrong okay. take. They should have done old Hannibal. Yeah. Well, the That'd other
4: same thing. He'll do that. They I mean, Anthony, Hopkins is, is alive.
5: Yeah, you know,
1: want to He's like, let me at you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so he sort of walks oh, away from him. They need to blend the bodies up and feed it to him like baby food <laughs> <because> <laughs> his teeth fell and out. out. And you're telling me
1: this is liver, and they're like, yeah, sure, <laughs> it's liver.
2: <laughs> I want to see like the Unforgiven, like Dark Knight Returns, Hannibal, where he's like, I'm coming out of retirement for
1: one last meal. Mm. I got to oh, yeah. eat one more person. Hopkins could do. I yeah. could totally he's do
5: still
1: it.
3: He'll dial in if he wants to. He seems like he's having fun on Twitter and that's it. I think that's all he wants yeah, to his do. His Twitter account is fucking bananas. This <laughs> yeah. is him and Sam Neill just having the time of their yeah. lives on Twitter. Just being like, hello chaps, how you doing?
1: I'm here looking at the window. <laughs> See you later. You know, it's like a lot of that. Uh, that's
4: his day.
3: I How know. How great is that? <laughs> he like plays the piano. He listens to jazz music and like wilds out. Oh, God. Gives like a happy birthday announcement to somebody you've never heard of. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh,
2: we were talking about this last night, but uh, Hannibal Rising, yeah. uh, uh, that is what's called Hannibal Rising. That's correct. Uh, my my local uh, bagel place in high school. I remember I was buying my, my daily bagel for lunch and the woman just said to me like, you see uh, Hannibal Rising
0: She's <laughs> She really?
2: said it to you. Yeah, and she wasn't like a small talk person.
4: Was she very old? Because maybe no. she was talking about the original Hannibal. Have you seen him <laughs> rising over the Alps? Did you see the there elephant? Kid? Did yeah. you see
3: it? It's you it's see. humongous.
4: <laughs> she was wearing centurion armor. <laughs> um, you know who the villain
1: in Hannibal Rising is? Uh, uh, it's
4: not Carthage. It's Rome, right? Well, oh, <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong one.
1: Sorry. Gong Li. Isn't it Gong Li? Gong Li? Yeah.
3: She teaches him. I don't know
4: if she's oh, okay. A Maybe she's, she's not like the her.
3: She's like Hannibal.
1: Yeah, wait. She's did you her. see
4: it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh my you god. Saw it. Okay, I yeah. thought earlier. No one had seen it. No, I had te- no. You, didn't you were flexing me. that you were the only
2: person. Okay, who had seen all right. What I was gonna say is that that movie. She well, well, she said, "Have you seen it?" I said, "No." And she went, "It's pretty good." And then she sort of like leaned in. and She was like, "They explain where he gets the mask from."
4: Wait, what? I mean, isn't that just... As, a,
2: as we were saying last yeah. he's night,
1: he's a bitey guy. Yeah. That's where I. No, he gets, gets the mask because he's
4: in prison. And what, he's wait, a no, biter. But Let's now,
1: not. He's a biter.
4: He gets it in high school now. I don't in know.
2: Hannibal Rising, they're like, his father had a mask yep. collection oh, and he starts wearing right. the mask when he's like attacking people. It's, too, it's too much. Like, so that's why later in life he wore the mask. It's like, no, because no, they he was. He put it on. He him. Yeah, 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 takes it off to fight
4: people. Anyway.
3: I I was kind of hoping in Hannibal Rising that they were going to do something more like uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse where he tries on the different masks. I'll do it this way, this time. This
4: way, this time.
2: (laughs) I don't like Chardonnay. Do you have anything else on the menu? (laughs) Anything red?
4: (laughs) Oh, he God. puts on a mask and it's smoking? Oh, huh? God.
1: I just love that
2: they treat that like fucking Bruce Wayne like being scared of the it's bats. It's all they yeah. had. Right. They had it, cast a French supermodel. Like <laughs> yeah. they needed to put He's the mask actor, on him. But it's also like he is predominantly a pretty boy. Yeah. He's and not He from someone- the director
1: of Girl with a Pearl Earring. So oh. fucking weird. It was his follow-up to Girl with a Pearl Earring. Yeah. This they saw a- Girl with a Pearl Earring and they were like, this guy gets Hannibal. <laughs> He'll do
0: it.
2: Is Hannibal also a franchise where every one of the movies is a different studio?
1: Uh, well, Hannibal Rising was, uh, let's find out. Uh, the who? Weinstein. The Weinstein Company. Right? Ooh. Um, Red Dragon. Universal. Was, uh, he's beating me to it. He knows the fucking studio. Was
2: Hannibal Universal or was that? I feel like that was Paramount. It Sounds like Paramount. Feels it's like. Incredible. Are we it just saying names of places? MGM. MGM. Oh. Ooh. Uh, Who, because they had acquired Orion, which right. did Silences silence
1: Orion. And of course, Manhunter, the film we're here to discuss, <laughs> yes. was DEG, was the De Laurentiis. Clip. Right. They released it themselves. Right. So they're all different studios. All different studios. Because wow. I was talking about how Hellboy, three, different stu- three movies, three studios. Yeah. They yeah. just. You were like, is there any other? other... They like ball it up, and they're like, you try. (laughs) Is there any other example of that? And it's like, this is the other one. Yeah, Yeah, wow. Hannibal and Hellboy. Hannibal we got to get
4: these two together. We got it. Hellboy. imagine the things they get up
1: to. They would get up to some shit, or Hellboy on like the on the trail of Hannibal, maybe right? Something Mm. like that. Yeah,
2: I'm surprised they haven't like started doing like like Hannibal mashup comics.
1: Like Hannibal versus Predator or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I would totally
2: buy that. Of course. Right. Because they're all those like Bubba Hotep. Versus Army of Darkness god, versus Chucky.
1: Oh, fuck off.
2: We
4: should do these franchise mashups. I've been saying yeah. this for a while, but not in the Ready Player One sense, but no. in just like you just have Hannibal and a clean two and it's, the Joker it, hanging out right. or whatever. I mean, Hannibal
3: does seem like somebody who would be like hunting for a magic pyramid that turns him into a god with the
4: Illuminati. See? Yes. So like there I feel that's what I meant to. So yeah, like so I mean, Lara Warcroft could chase him down. Batman yeah. would do it. Just
2: a nice clean pitch like that. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> obvious. <laughs> There's this pyramid in the studio. It's like, sure, $80 million. <laughs> It's magic. The, no, the, the door will give you the
2: it's budget. It's one of the classic stories that we pass down from to generation to generation. How about this?
4: He's Han- Old Hannibal. We're right. going to bring it all back yeah. together. Old Hannibal is looking for the found of youth left uh. by Ponce And then he comes out present day as French model. Han- Hannibal what, what if sure. there's
2: like lightning strikes the pool, so you get all the Hannibals together? So you get yes, yes.
1: It's like the, the Doctor Who's where the the who yes. doctors meet each other. You got yeah. Cox, Hoskins, Liel, like Terminator Mikkelson. Two, and Mickelson when they're right.
4: melting T one thousand, and you yes. see all the different people yes, he was. You get to see like, all yeah. the different Hannibals. And they each come out have a different
1: mask.
2: Yes, they open a restaurant we together. Have to talk
1: about Manhunter, but it is it just is crazy that they did a TV show. Yeah. Everyone knows Hopkins. Yeah. Everyone likes Hopkins. Yeah. This guy does the opposite performance. Like a performance that's just nothing like that. And it it's about yeah. as different as you could go in terms of casting. And people, and right, exactly. Yeah. And people are not only like, we love this, but they're like, I'm horny for it. Like, I yeah. want him to kiss I uh, mean, Henry Cavill. He was kind of, hot Hannibal who fucks he's hot Hannibal who fucks but then also is like I'll make a cello out of a man's vocal cords yeah. and you're yeah. like he what <laughs> <laughs> this is network
3: yeah. like yeah I, I, I oh I, I'm not gonna tell you how many conversations I've had with my wife where she's like I would fuck Hannibal he's I'm hot like, I'm like, uh, TV Hannibal he's hot. he's yeah. really hot he's classy yes. Yes. he does not like people who are
1: garish like he, usually, his motive for murder is like that someone was rude. You, yeah, like, his right. you
5: right. like his rules, yes. You like
3: his rules. He's a rule. He's certainly a rules David guy. David loves right. rules. He's also yeah. an exquisite chef. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> David gets angry when my
2: phone pangs.
1: Yeah, he, he's and and there, you know, Jack Crawford's always like, "What is it tonight?" And Hannibal's like, uh, "Spleen." um, C- cow spleen, and he's like, <laughs> I always have the most, you know, delicious variety. Like, oh, I can never predict you. And he's like, uh huh. A yeah. little uh human chicken livers. <laughs> yes, chicken livers right. is what we're having. Very big chicken, I guess. He's <laughs> <laughs> like
4: human. An entire roasted human being.
1: <laughs> right. oh, that's just a chicken. Yeah. What if he did that? Yeah, he's literally just a man. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is ve- veal. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely veal. That's what this is. <laughs> just on a rotisserie. <laughs>
3: It's it's Italian veal. It's different over there. You, you just don't know it. Right? Uh, I'm sorry. Jack
1: Crawford's like, oh, what a gourmet he is. Yeah. Oh, I don't know this fancy European cooking. Yeah, that's just a, a paprika. I just put some paprika on and it. The other thing that yeah. it nails, which Hopkins and Cox nail too, yeah. is like that you get that like Hannibal got away with it by being so classy. Yeah, they were like Hannibal couldn't be murdering people. Uh, Cox is so good in this movie yes he like, is like I know
2: that's the Hopkins take is like
1: actually he's even better than
2: Hopkins and Hopkins is just at this level where it's just like a, a kind of an inarguable like
3: force of a character he almost breaks through the movie right. whereas Cox is very much in the movie he's, he's in the movie he's, he's right. blended right. with the right. Whole you're thing.
4: right he almost breaks through I thought it was like last action hero and he's gonna come out and bite <laughs> yes. me Speaking of lax should Hear out, Tom Noonan oh. is fucking fantastic in that too. Oh
2: my god, yes, he is. I love that movie. Side. Tom Noonan had movie. like like quite an incredible like seven year run there. He is
1: a weird career,
2: right? But you go like Manhunter, uh, uh, playing Frankenstein in the Monster Squad. I right. mean, uh, look, the Ripper is that his character name? Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
4: it's like, look at him. Oh, you know, like, yeah. you, he's you, incredible it's limited what you can do with that guy.
2: Have you guys ever seen, uh, it was like as part of the EPK, but it's on like the Blu-ray or whatever, of Monster Squad, that he did a full interview uh, in character as Frankenstein? Really? Yeah, and he's I like, sat there's this. like 20 minutes of EPK of oh, Tom Noonan answering press questions as <laughs> Frankenstein in the full getup.
3: I was looking for something to watch on YouTube on the way back, so there Is we go. It, it's, it's just, great.
2: Oh, no, he's like an articulate Frankenstein, but he's responding as if he is the character. And
4: everyone's just like Frankenstein couldn't do it. He's so articulate. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he started he's too classy. He started with big directors too. He started, his first movie is a Paul Mazursky movie, and then right. and then it yeah. like bar- it just barreled from there. I think yeah. he almost always used. Worked with big directors. That's Strange true. To be, from the beginning, that's really weird to have that. Kind he's of in Gloria. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. He's in some some very. Cool, he's in Easy Money. I well, forget
2: which role is, maybe maybe right it is. Maybe sure. it was Last Action Hero, but they asked him to shave off his eyebrows. And okay. they just—he was like, "Yeah, they just never grew back."
3: Cool, <laughs> <laughs> worth it.
2: And I remember totally him, like, worth it. saying I, that. I like, never looked scary before. Right. It was like an AV club, like random roles, and they were like, "Oh, so you must regret that?" And he's like, "No, oh, it's fine. I wear glasses." <laughs> and I was like, "Only Tom Noonan is that casual about looking like a monster—a oh, weird eyebrowless monster." He's so good in the House of the Devil. He's so yes, scary. Yeah. And he's and th- his Anomalisa. other right, Lisa, hes fucking unbelievable. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he doesn't do a lot though.
1: Now, like no, I'm pretty no, selective no. these days. Yeah, right. Although he did like a bunch of oh. episodes of Twelve Monkeys, like the really? TV show. Like that's the weird thing.
3: Yeah. Isn't
4: he on your favorite
3: show, Hell on Wheels?
4: Oh yes, my lord! He a yes. Yes. Really? Yes, and he's he he's quite a character.
1: Um, I, I know nothing he's about. He's good the show. at. He better be playing quite the character if he's going to be on a TV show. <laughs> well, right? Most of yeah. it,
4: most of it's like he's a pacifist like preacher and then eventually he does succumb to violence hell and yeah. then it but then it's kind of the end for him he doesn't last as long as as our bohannon i almost said you're, titular because i just i call the show bohannon but so uh he yeah, hell on wheels
1: is that anson mount yes. yes who a guy who i never thought about for one second and then he was on star trek and i like fell in love with him like fully. oh really i they, love listen you trek. love him
4: seriously i should check, check out, out hell on wheels. wheels it it the first season, I think, is a little patchy, and then they course-correct, but then, then it also goes off the rails because it's also bad in a lot of, <laughs> lot of parts. Great. But it's, <laughs> great pitch. But it's It fun. starts, <laughs> starts it's bad, gets a little better, and then
1: is often bad.
2: <laughs> yes, You but should it, check it out. Yeah. It's fun.
1: It's on Netflix now. He uh, also played and you someone have tons called, of
2: time because there are no other TV shows. Right,
1: exactly. He yeah. also played someone called The Stewmaker on The Blacklist, which
4: I want to know what that means.
2: <sighs> I'm looking at his list right now. I mean, the other one I forgot is RoboCop 2.
4: Sure. But he has that run of, like, he an was, FX. He was great in RoboCop 2, by the way. He's Isn't the best he the main part villain? of RoboCop 2. Yeah, Yeah, Kane. He's Kane. Yeah, Kane. Yeah. Yeah. What he are is you, the shooting nuke? You don't remember that?
2: <laughs> second
1: RoboCop. Uh, Heaven's Gate. Sure. Like, what a weird fucking yeah. career. Um, weird. Yeah. And he says he got the part in Manhunter because during his audition, the actress he was alongside got scared, <laughs> and he leaned into it and tried to, like, scare her more. Yeah, I mean, the thing he like got more frightening rather than being like, oh, I'm sorry, is this too intense? Like, yeah. Uh, very scary in this. Yes. And he's also uh, really sad.
2: Yes. Like, there, there's a bit of the, like, the Jack Carroll, hailing little children thing.
1: Fines doesn't right. get Everyone else just it's, goes full creep. Fines is very scary, but he's right. not particularly human. Yeah, this like, is
4: like a victim of society. Right? Right. Yeah. right. Fines
1: is also too handsome. Like, he's a handsome guy, even right. though he can play scary, like, yeah. and he's got the sort of, you know, like the sort of weird vibe and the cleft palate. Like, he's. he's well,
2: and then Armitage, fun. they make even like hotter.
3: Armstrong's pretty hot. Yeah, very hot. Right. Yeah. That scene, the the tiger scene in the show, yeah, is just exil. I mean, like, I love right. this one just because Joan Allen is incredible in yes. that scene. Yeah. But like the TV version, like there's those red drapes in the back. of like, holy, okay, they really went for it, I yeah. guess.
4: So red drapes, red drapes, red drapes. are
3: red drapes. the best. I, I put them <laughs> so, in everything. I so say.
1: red dragon comes out eighty one. Red drapes comes out the book. 81. Okay, the book which is uh, Thomas Harris's I think second book because he wrote Black Sunday that book about like um, a terrorist attack at the Super Bowl that got turned into a movie. Yes.
2: Right. And he also wrote a couple of babysitter clubs, right? Didn't he?
1: (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. He wrote a lot of Sesame street board books.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: There's a
1: monster in this book. (laughs) Um, as I think I told you a quote that I love that uh, Stephen King says that like Harris is like a really nice guy. He he's a great chef, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's like big and kind of garrulous and fun, but, uh, writing to him is like writhing on the floor in agonies of frustration the very act of writing is a torment to him
2: right he's one of those guys who's like I'd be happy never writing a book ever again Right. and somehow hit the jackpot where
1: he doesn't really have to except once in a while the movie studio's like can you just more Hannibal and he's like okay but it will be disgusting right Right. yeah like that's all that's inside and and you (laughs) said also
2: you feel like every time he agreed to do another Hannibal it was mostly so that they didn't let someone else do it exactly like he knew if he
1: turned it down They'd be like, "Fine, we're gonna farm this out." Right. Right,
2: Yeah. Right. But but like, is like, I'm happy just living off my Hannibal millions. Sure. That must be a weird feeling to be like. He's also not
1: given an interview since 1976, which is amazing. That's great. How
2: how weird must it be to be like, I never have to work again because I wrote a a, a snob who eats people. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's my meal ticket. (laughs) Right. That's my Mickey Mouse. I came up with this erudite
5: cannibal. Right.
4: (laughs) That must be the best feeling in the world.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool, right? Yeah. The relationship, yeah, that he invented. I feel like is a really cool idea. No, I think the, that's the what Hannibal people dynamic to. is the big thing. It's, I so, feel good. Like, it's people, so good. It's right. so good that. He's, like, this profiler right. who's been fucked up. He's, like, a victim of this guy. Is right. working with him? Right. Like, I, I don't know. I yeah, just It's a
1: good pitch. It's yeah. so good. So. You
5: have to talk to the but monster also, in the right. cage is a good pitch. That's definitely. why Hannibal
2: Rising is the least interesting pitch because the thing you want is, like, Hannibal already in jail. Yeah, And, of like, course. the good guys having to come to him and be like, I know you're the only person who understands this. And like, the like, uneasy like, alliance of well, Hannibal knowing that he's, the, like, the smartest person criminologist in the world in know? hannibal
4: rising we should have had like should have cut to like will graham in high school totally. Victorian <laughs> or something and or i like, guess he would even be younger maybe kindergarten like
1: lambs screaming right you could have right. had like five-year-old right. clarice you Just want hannibal rising
4: static
2: shot right you want hannibal rising to be about a foreign exchange program
3: yes yes, yes right. that would be great right. his first taste sort of, of american living right yeah. right he, le- he hears leonard <laughs> skinner for the first time loves it some <laughs> for some reason
4: you know in europe hannibal might be just be like yeah that's the killer <laughs> yeah like yeah we can spot him yeah. but, right. but in europe it's in in team. In, I mean, right? he's, he's not classy right. there he's but just regular it, right? yes exactly but in right. america it's like oh wow oh, he's got an accent he could never do anything
1: but that's the thing about him is that as you say he's always played by a A foreign actor Mm -hmm. Who's doing kind of an accent Right He's from Baltimore Right Like that's where he was in Like Baltimore High Society But he's from Europe I guess Yes Uh, And in Manhunter And in the book In Red Dragon Red Dragon is about A criminal psychologist Mm -hmm. Who's trying to figure out What the Tooth Fairy is up to And then Hannibal is like This peripheral character Who is his like Lingering trauma
2: now, does De Laurentiis get the rights to the book because it's a hit and then Michael Mann comes on? Or does Michael Mann
1: seek this out and convinces De Laurentiis to buy it? Do you know? That is a great question. Let me see if, if that's explained here. Uh, what, one thing that's funny is uh, that it was going to be called Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. And De Laurentiis was like, Year of the Dragon just came out. So we're going to call it Manhunter. Michael Mann was like, I hate that title. And he was like, too bad. <laughs> like, yeah. And he was like, and people think it's like a Bruce Lee movie. Like, no dragon. Get that out of here.
4: I kind of love this title of Manhunter because you th- you almost think like you you see the title, that green font comes on the screen. You're like, yeah. you think it's like almost the killer. Right. But it's that duality yeah. of it's yeah, actually it's Will a pretty Graham title. title. Yeah.
1: Uh, right. So no, De Laurentiis bought the rights. Okay. And he wanted David Lynch to make it because he had just worked with him on Dune. An awful experience
2: for both of them. Yes, and yeah. maybe
1: it was before Dune was finished okay. or had come out yeah. or whatever. And Lynch read the story or whatever and was like, "This is disgusting. I have no interest. Like, no, thank you." Imagine right. if he
4: did it though; it'd be like yeah. the the food it would be like look like chili or something for <laughs> Hannibal. What, like, what would he?
2: Do? It's just Bob's big boy. Uh,
3: there'd,
2: be um, like, like, there'd
3: be like breathing walls in uh, the Tooth Fairy's home or something be, like that. Be, right? It would something be, like that would get. It is fun, right, to think any master taking the Hannibal story. It would
1: do something completely different. The the two
2: hiring meetings, do you think Lynch was more revulsed by Red Dragon or uh, Return of the Jedi? Right. (laughs) He could have, he might have had a
1: more violent reaction to Return of the Jedi. Probably. Um, Brian Cox also thought this movie was, uh, the the title was bland and cheesy. So no one likes the title. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how man gets hired. I like the title. Man gets hired, and he's like, "We're all gonna meet with like Chicago cops," which I feel like is man's pitch in every one of his early movies. Is like, "Great, let's make this script." I have a bunch of Chicago like hoagie eating cops for you to meet. At this point in his career,
0: he makes a
2: real like fucking like Chicago guy crime movie, right? Which people love, but it doesn't make a ton of money. Then he makes a horror movie that's like a nightmare. Gets ripped away from him. He disowns. So you have to imagine he's like, I don't want to go back to TV here. I'm going to adapt, like, an airport novel. Yeah, right. This is, like, pre-sold, you know? Yeah,
3: not going to do Carl Heiss, and that's not exactly my tone. So, like, this is more my speed. Right,
2: Right. and this is a book that's popular that I can use for all of my obsessions. Like, this has all the stuff that he's interested in. And then you watch this movie, and it opens with a a beach. It opens with Dennis Farina and William Peterson. Oh, that no, the other thing I was going to say that's interesting about it is he's got, like, no stars in this movie. Like he hires Peterson after off of watching footage. To live from, in Dine LA, like but it hadn't yeah. come out yet. Right.
1: And Peterson at this point is just like a steppenwolf guy. Do you know that right?
2: he also wanted to hire Friedkin to play Hannibal? Yes. I and he did, met with wild Friedkin wild. and Friedkin that would be was Friedkin like
1: Friedkin crazy.
2: Right. Hey. <laughs> ten comedy points. Yep. <laughs> Freakin' was like I'm not an actor and Mann was like yeah. you don't have to act you are this guy and Freakin' right. was like I am Excuse this guy? <laughs> Fuck you get out of my
3: office and Thus the historical man freaking split
2: Just play yourself
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Right De Laurentiis wanted either Richard Gere Mel Gibson or Paul Newman Right. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it and Michael Mann's like I saw some footage of this future bomb <laughs> like right. you, we should hire William Peterson Would
2: you also imagine he probably only saw it because he was spending time with Freakin'? trying to convince him come to play on. Come on, come on, Willie. Right. You'll love it. This guy, he ate someone. Right, so they get Peterson, which I guess is, is maybe in their minds sort of like a smaller scale, like Sam Worthington booking all those movies before Avatar came out. Yeah, whatever. Where people are like, I guess maybe if Friedkin picked him. It's also the him. height
1: of like Steppenwolf cool. Like oh, all yeah. those Steppenwolf guys are emerging in the 80s. like Right, Milkovich and, 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 and all Peterson
2: that. is one of those guys who like really kind of like walks the walk and talks the talk in terms of like, no, I really just like theater more. I don't really want to act in movies and TV shows. Right, I don't shows. enjoy it.
3: Well, right. and he's also he goes right out of the gate. He's a leading man in right. both this and To Live and Die. Right, no and leg. then vanishes. His, goes right, away.
2: His first film role, two lines as the bartender in, in Thief. Yeah, right. Then four years later. He does To Live and Die in LA and then does this the following
3: year. And then plays Ted Kennedy in The Contender. Right. There yeah. was the list I saw. <laughs> I he, forgot about he's that. He's
2: good in that.
4: And he's good. And he's, he's very good. Joan Allen again, right? But there's yeah.
2: a list of the shit that he turned down and they kept on saying, I'm looking as Wikipedia now. Uh, he would turn down all these. He turned down Platoon. Mm. He turned down Goodfellas. Jeez. What was he going to play in Goodfellas? Henry Hill.
1: Wow. Mm. First wow. choice. Glad he didn't do yeah. that. He and then of course down, Ray Liotta's brain eventually oh, eaten by Hannibal. Correct. Turned down the audition. <laughs> turned down the audition. He turned down like the... Martin Scorsese called him and was like, "Are you interested in playing the lead role in my new film?" And He was like, "Not interested." He was Hard like, pass. Eh. Right. Uh, and do Hamlet again.
2: Right. So after <laughs> Manhunter, he does Cousins, the Joel Schumacher French oh, film remake with man. Ted Danson. Right. He
4: does Young Guns two. Sure. Oh my God, Young Guns two. That it was is... the hottest. No, it's terrible. Right.
1: <laughs> in, uh, in, in all, everyone was baying for Young Guns two. Well, Young
4: Guns That's... two. Sorry, Chris, but that nope. features Emilio Estevez as an old man talking yes. to Bradley Whitford in like the 1950s about being Billy the Kid. It is anything.
3: really inc- the opening of it, but like I think uh, William Peterson just saw that he was going to play Pat Garrett. Like that was yes, I- right. there right. was one right. name. He's sure. like, oh, that's historical I, character. I know who him. that is. Right? You just yeah. look
2: at this like okay, Stone offers him platoon. He's like, hard pass. I'm going to make an HBO TV movie about a minor league baseball player. Sounds good. Right. Then Scorsese's like, Goodfellas, you want to play a lead? He's like, hard pass, I'm going to do a three-part Kennedy's of Massachusetts ABC miniseries. I guess he's good at that sort of Kennedy vibe. He likes that. He does Return to Lonesome Dove, so his yeah. three biggest roles post-Manhunter, all TV movies or miniseries. Right. And then by the time he starts doing movies again, it's like small parts. Yeah, like The
1: Contender. Right. And she's like the Mulholland seventh falls, right. like Mulholland fear.
2: Falls, like Fear. Right, mm-hmm. and then he just gets fucking CSI. Well,
1: he CSI. booked CSI, and CBS put that on Friday. Like, they didn't think that was going to be a hit. No, they, and, they thought nothing of
2: it. And also, at that point, it was like no movie stars went and did TV. He was a guy who could have been a leading man but kind of walked away from it. So they were like, well, he's got the gravitas of a movie right. star, but he doesn't have any cachet to be able to turn this down. Right, Does 10 seasons, is like the highest paid guy in drama, Hell yeah, and then just leaves. And then once again, just like fucking goes back to just doing Chicago plays. I love it. Like, it's kind of incredible that the Peterson. guy has that much integrity where he's like, I just really like doing
3: plays in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're that guy, I mean, he's also a guy in movies who knew his visual, ca- like he knew oh, yeah. he was handsome. Right. I mean, this and in To Live and Die in LA, right. that, that shirt's never like fully buttoned. The, right. the
4: haunted handsomeness. But he knew yes. he could only play crime scene guys. Right.
3: Yes. That's true. Well, I, true. right, that's true. And Maybe then, that's why they thought of him for C S I oh, too. Right, of course. But right. also that I mean you mentioned that Little League, but do you know what that movie is about? No, please tell there, me. There's a Little League kid who is who's like, I'm gonna quit baseball do until that. uh nuclear disarmament happens. <laughs> What? And then a major league baseball player is like, he's, he's right. I'm going to do it too. Okay, and it's all f- about this na- national sensation. And Peterson plays. He's the his father. No, he, he's. Wait, wow.
4: so it's Superman 4 set amidst Little League baseball? <laughs> amidst various
3: yes. baseball leagues. Wow. Right. Uh, right. That sounds good. Yeah. Did man
4: direct that?
2: Was that a man <laughs> <Yeah>. too? <laughs> the other thing that is interesting about uh, Peterson, by all accounts, it sounds like this movie kind of broke
1: him. Totally. He was like, I could not shake this character.
2: He seems like a guy who does a lot of research, yeah. and it is kind of incredible watching this movie where it's like, oh, he's not doing like any indicating at all. Right. It doesn't feel like he's consciously playing the trauma and the brokenness of this guy. It feels like he spent six months getting in the head. You imagine he spent six months just
1: looking at crime scene photos. He talked to the guys who hunted uh, Richard Ramirez. Right, that was one of his big things, right. and they were like, I mean, yeah, you know, you try to leave it at home, and uh, yeah, I think I kind of did that you know right. like they were sort of like up front with him about like well <laughs> uh, and all that shit cause Everybody. this
2: is one of those like performances where he's like never playing the trauma he just feels like he's dead inside the whole movie and you're like this is like uncomfortable. Like he's like the guy on the subway where you're like, I can't stop looking at this guy because I think he's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. <laughs> That's, I
1: love his performance for exactly that. Right, it, right. He's radiating shot, some you're like, really oh, uncomfortable this guy energy. Is lost. Like, yeah. right, he's gone, and his wife is so pretty, and she's like, Hey, what's up? Let's we're on the beach, and he's like, Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And his conscious acting choice is let me just play a guy who's really good at his job, right. but he spent six months building a psychological profile of. Like total fucking despair,
3: right? And I like that about the beginning because, like, it starts with him and Farina. It Doesn't start with him and the wife, yeah.
2: yeah. And it's like picturesque, because it's like them sitting on like, and Farina's is there yeah. in
1: like a suit. Yeah.
3: But it also <laughs> underlines the whole thing about like the fact that he 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 cares more about this stuff than yeah. he does this life. Yeah. Right. And I like the and I mean, there's a couple things in Heat that bounce off of this. But, like, that shot of it, of, of, of De Niro, the De Niro contemplating anything. the
1: ocean. Men contemplating the ocean, yes. man. Oh, the number Man's one thing.
2: Michael Mann trope. Well, and also this man thing of, like, mm, men who don't know how to do so anything
1: big. else.
0: Yes.
2: Right. What's what's the line in the Heat Diner? The uh, uh, Well, it's that where it's like Pacino's, so like,
3: don't take scores. And he's like, all I know how to do is take scores. Right, right. Yeah. And Diane Ven- uh, Venora, I Venora. think, uh, says specifically, you hunt your prey. Right. 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 Uh, when ahead. she's yelling at him. I'm sorry, the chicken got
2: you. Overcooked.
3: <laughs> Overcooked. Um, no, but Will
2: Graham's this dude who had this like very high profile success. Give me what you got. And now he lives on the beach, constantly playing like like beautiful like electronic music with yes. his like lovely wife and child. <laughs> and he like is like I can't do it. You can't drag me back into it. But he also clearly isn't enjoying his life. No, like the guy, it's it's like a guy who comes back from war and just can't 100%. ever go that's back. Right. He's like Colin Farrell in Dumbo, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, great performance okay. that <laughs> yes. I love.
1: Yeah. Um, the other thing that's interesting though is that yet, yeah, like um, Peterson, like met with anyone he could, tried to steep himself yeah. in all of it. Tom Noonan tried to research serial killers, thought it was gross. Right. He was like, I can't. This is disgusting. Right. And instead was, oh, wait, there's some quote I found. Um, it just feels like I wanted too to, much research. Yeah, It's
4: too bad that podcast went around for Tom Noonan. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, like half the now fucking you, industry. It's yeah.
1: weird. I just, I've tried to want, I want to know more about serial killers, but I don't know where to turn. Yeah, it's nowhere. so hard. Yeah. Um, no, he said, I wanted to feel like this guy is doing the best he could, that he's doing it out of love. He decided to just play it like, you know, like he, yeah. he thinks this is the thing to do.
2: Tom Noonan's also one of those guys who's like a very serious actor and he's like, I don't, believe in like method stuff you just like learn your lines and you like hit the marks and you try to come up with interesting choices sure
1: yeah sounds like acting to me and peterson's
2: like i'm gonna destroy my brain and my heart (laughs) forever
1: there's only one way to get a thousand yard stare right yeah
2: right um but yes no the the opening of the film is immediately so strange because you're like this feels like the idyllic like they're skipping past the paradise yeah yeah. So just like right. the seduction now
1: is like his boss being like, come on, come back. Hey, this is this guy tooth fairy. No good. Yeah. He's got <laughs> teeth. He's got teeth. Everyone's got teeth. This guy bites people with them. What the fuck? Which
2: is my favorite bit when the guy's like, I don't want to hear any of you calling this guy, the tooth fairy. Right, and yeah. they're like, so what's the, the new update on the tooth fairy case? <laughs> like everyone, the whole movie is like a eh, fucking tooth fairy.
1: Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Farina obviously is in, is in um thief. Yes. Uh is a real Chicago cop. Right. That man befriends. Crime story as well. The and then, right. He's this. he's gonna do crime story after this. Right, exactly. Um but this now we know the Hannibal shit and all that. But right. This movie's a little daring to just sort of start with like them having a conversation with like I know you're fucked up, like, you know, like to have all this backstory that is yeah. not really addressed.
2: Right. This Correct.
1: does not really address the backstory. No. You know Hannibal like stabbed him. That's about it. Right. Right? right? Like and, there's like and,
2: yeah. And the stuff I mean, when he's talking to his son, I think is like the best they sort of explain it of just like this guy's so good at his job and he takes it so seriously that he tries to dig into their psychology and he maybe now can never get out of that. Right. Like he sees the world
1: through those eyes. Yeah, he crossed the line. He, he crossed was, the yeah, line. Yeah. And in, in the show, when Will, they like, they talk about William Graham where they're like, he's a super empath or whatever, yeah. right? There, there's yeah, some yeah, yeah. like word they have <laughs> for him. And when he enters a crime scene, it like turns into like 3D and he can like
3: see ghosts and shit. There's, there's right. definitely, they definitely TVified it. Like, Very where, much. Well, they had to really go big. And yeah. like, but what's good about it, like in this, they do just say like Garrett Jacob Hobbs in passing. And yes. then the show turns that's, into that's a the major pilot. arc. Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. like mm-hmm. the
1: whole first thing. The show. Uh, the Something shrike, fuck. I forgot the shriek, the the the, the it, but it's Baltimore like more shrike or something, something like that. that. Yeah, shrike? Yeah, yeah. shrike, shrike, shrike
2: from, <laughs> from mortal. mortal <laughs> have you guys seen mortal,
3: <laughs> no, engines? I no. have seen mortal shrike? It's is he's Zaddy. you guys are gonna do mortal Isn't engines. Is there a
4: band on the soundtrack to this that's like shrike something, a shriek? Uh,
1: shriek? on this, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the soundtrack's so good, so okay. it's amazing. Yep.
4: Um, we but, should say
5: hmm? this. Soundtrack this movie in general is very, very vaporwave. vaporwave. Very, Thank yeah. you oh so much. Yeah. highly. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, the Minnesota free vaporwave, proto yes, vaporwave. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, this is very much my aesthetic. <laughs> I was saying yeah. I feel like movies <laughs> should come back around, around to this. Build yes. like kind a, of are.
4: You got to build a mortal engine of vaporwave. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's about like if a. If You were in Mortal
1: Engines. Yours would be like mortal a in engine, right? But vaporwave, right?
4: Yeah, because I haven't seen Mortal Engines, and my understanding so of it is there's like a there's like a big robot, and it's just fucking showed up. Is that right? It's big cities, Sh- cities. It's on, a city robot. Big cities are on wheels. wheels. They're right. motor cities, and they and they battle each other.
1: It's got one of those things where like the the opening thing is like as we all know after the fall, the, the cities fight. had to go on wheels, yes. and you're like. Yeah they they had to but <laughs> that was the move wheels do you remember
2: like those like micro machine play sets where it would like look like a yeah. thing and then you'd open it up and there'd be like a it's bunch like, of different scenes and characters inside it's like the
4: technodrome
2: so the cities in mortal engines are like that where they're like oh fuck someone's coming and then it like folds up and all the buildings <laughs> compress I swear to God, this movie rules so far. I believe the
1: first line, basically, is Hugo Weaving saying, prepare to ingest. Yes. Because the city is about to, like, eat a smaller city. Right,
2: because a bigger city is chasing a smaller city. London
1: is chasing, like, you know, some market town.
3: (laughs) He said that, and I was waiting for that city to open up, and big teeth actually start chopping down. I was like, oh, man, here we go.
2: But there is a a bionic man named Shrike.
4: There is a bionic man. He's like a clockwork man. Is Krang inside of him? No. no. I think Krang, Krang would have been a good addition.
2: The engine. I, I think they were teasing Krang for the
4: sequel. <laughs> right. They need Krang in this. I haven't seen yes. it, but they need him.
2: Trent yeah. does kind of look like Krang's android body. Sure. He's got that sort of vibe. He's like a yes, Krangless. Bread.
1: That's all he does. Yeah. There's also like a balloon series. A is, lot going on in Mortal Instruments.
3: That, that's that's Stephen Lang. Yes. I was gonna yes. say
1: Stephen Lang, who you you would not know that Stephen no, Lang, I right? Did big not. glow right. up, big glow I, up I, on this I, man. Big glow right. up. I by like his fifth scene went
2: like, who's this guy? Was who he kind just like trapped like, in
1: a gym for five years yeah. at one point? Like, is that like part of his backstory? Is like we closed this gym with him inside it, and we couldn't open it
2: back up. Well, And his hair so is just like for his, five years. His hair in this is like the Woody Harrelson Venom wig. <laughs>
1: 100%. Wow. It's like a fright wig. Yeah. Like for a second, you're like, is this a woman? Like, and I don't mean right. that in like yeah. an insulting way. He's got such a sort of like dandy kind and of he's presentation. He's kind of pretty in there. Yeah, he's
2: very pretty. And then he becomes like just like a beef jerky man. Right. Like he's still a very handsome guy, but it's like, he's yeah. like all taut and sinewy and intense. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
3: I say it's good. In this one, the first thing I was like, is. Did they get something from Flock Siegels in this? <laughs> like, he really does look like he's the bassist. Like, not right. the
4: guy you know. Yeah, right. it's a very yeah. weird performance. I, d- I didn't recognize him until the credits, honestly. Yeah. Like, he-
3: That's a lot of this cast. It's not a big cast, but it's all people who were starting big right. people now right. are but just are is, is yeah. nobody
1: at this point it's right. her second movie Kim Greist who I She's think was also Steppenwolf uh, yes and yeah. she She's does Brazil the credits. year before and Chud right. yeah. don't forget Chud and Chud of course yeah.
0: right.
4: uh, and she had Ch- been in a Miami Vice okay
1: what's Chud about cannibalistic mood, underground dwellers
2: Ben's eyes just
1: popped oh. out of his head.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I it's one of those that. titles that kind
1: of explains
4: what the movie's about. It, you it know, might like, have a vaporwave soundtrack. It, I can't say for ooh. sure. But she's also in "Throw Mama from the Train," which mm, is right? all That's vaporwave. Her, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's "Mortal Engine," right? The train. Right? Uh, oh, like, Train or they're tra- The cities are City. on wheels They're, engine wheels. Cities. they're on like tra- You know yeah. Treads you They're know? not on tracks like right. they got like from the Mortal Engines Yeah uh-huh. That's uh, gonna be a, a movie one day
2: Can, can I throw Kim something
4: Kim is weird Can right? I
2: throw something even weirder I mean say what you wanna say about What's weird of her career And then like, I'm gonna top it off No with the it's just that It's
1: like Throw a mile from the train The next yeah. year Punchline in 88 But and like She has some family
2: moves She has house guests She has the two homework She's Bounds. in house And homework
1: Bound. She's in why me The um uh What's it called Uh Christopher Lambert movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it's like, that's it. Then she just stopped making movies. The end. Okay. Uh, Speaking of Kim Greist uh, going completely
2: off the grid, uh, when my mother was uh, attempting to be an actress in the Uh early 80s, Kim Greist was part of her uh, group of uh, struggling actresses. And then she was the one who uh, made it. Right, right. Uh, But when I was born, she apparently was like uh, very good with me. Mm-hmm. When I was a baby, she was like, Kim. So
4: she, she gave up acting
2: then? She was like, Kim was my only friend who would like change diapers. Oh, wow. And so then my brother was born three years later. Kim Greist was my brother's godmother. He has never met her.
1: Wow. <laughs> and so it was one go? of those things,
2: much like her career, where she just fucking disappeared. And my mom was like, I don't know what happened to her. She, she, she never showed up. <laughs>
4: They should do a podcast about Maybe this. Maybe one time when Kim he was Grace. a baby. James has so
2: never spoken to She abandoned you. She's been my brother. <laughs> okay.
1: But wait, but so like, but yeah, do you, do you think, think now, like you could still invoke it? Like, you know, I mean, you know, obviously I'm joking, but like if the Newman family was lost at sea or whatever, Maybe. like could James be like, Kim Grice, godmother, <laughs> calling you in? Well, James, James is my brother. He's a bit of a wheeler dealer. So he for <laughs> uh-huh. a while would use
2: it as like an honorific. He could throw around to other people. So every couple of years, he'd anoint a new godmother. Oh, so he's like,
1: my my godmother she's like she's in absentia so yes. right this
2: title is hot it's ready right. like yeah who right. wants it because nope. i was like first kid i got my parents like high school friends right you got like i sort got of their loyal, two right. best old friends and then my mom took a big swing on uh i called her kim violin when i was little kim Grease. uh yes okay because uh, I, I liked she, rhyming
3: is that why she left? And she stormed <laughs> off in a hub yeah and she, she moved like, to an
2: engine city
1: fucking violin yeah but it, Get is, out of here. it is
2: weird. She stopped acting and stopped godmothering
1: right about the same time. Well, she's good in this, I guess. She doesn't have a lot to do. She doesn't have do. a lot to do. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: Chud mother. Chud mother. That's what um, I'd call her. Yeah. Maybe she went underground.
1: But yeah, like third build is Farina, who is, as far as I know, still just like a salami man. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. he's not like it's not like people are like, Farina's in this? I'm there. No, right? this like, is like his first real dialogue role. Yes, it 100 percent is. Right. Right.
4: I like it when he pops into things. It's great. Oh, uh, it's, it's, he, he's, when's he yeah, bad? Exactly. It's it's, I can't believe the Academy left him out of the, uh, I know yeah, that, the, is, the, was that was, to this day. Yeah. Get so serenad, nice. man.
2: There were a couple ones this year, too, that I thought were really awesome. There's, There's always lot. some weird ones. Yeah. No
4: Vern Troyer.
3: Yeah. Arlie I Ermey. I money on that. How do you not put Arlie Ermey in your freaking yeah. head? Yeah. <laughs> who, who,
1: I wonder who that poor soul is who has to decide. I also, where did. the producer's like, you have two minutes yes that's it like
2: but I also feel like why isn't that thing like six minutes long isn't that everyone's favorite part yeah
3: Yeah. it's like it's
2: it's sort of the part that feels the most kind of communal
3: well yeah I I feel that same way about the uh like uh when they give uh the honorary Oscars like I I have you have to like find the fucking stream to do it
4: I mean make it its own show called like Hollywood Funeral Right. And I would watch it. You just do you don't have to show the shots of the caskets here yeah. urns or whatever they chose. They should but, honestly You they, know, just do the memoriam. Do me show me clips. In memoriam yeah. should have a commercial break. Right.
2: right. <laughs> That's my
4: pitch. We, we sort
1: of fade down So then you okay. could have Like a bunch of bookenders Because obviously right. Like the bookends Are the, the hottest yeah, slots yeah. In the In Memoriam right. right Like right. Albert Finney I think was the end This year Right But this way you could Like you fade Albert out, Finney Fade you a series out Like of Applebee's commercials, right. And then you <laughs> fade back there in places
2: I remember You just back in
5: Yeah, yeah. That'd be good And Hunter. That'd roll. Okay. Farina? Okay. Probably one of the best stashes in the game. Amazing stash. So good. I can't think of really many other I think if you tried to like shave it
1: off, your razor would like chip as well. I feel like it's like painted on or something, right? Like, hey Farina, can you shave? And he's like, You can try. No. I've tried. Now I'm picturing trying to use a paint chipper. Right, yeah, where you're like and it just like snaps. And he's like, see, it's my curse. He's like
3: the Hulk. Like, he's like, I tried to kill myself. Didn't work. He, just, he comes on to get shorty. There's three scissors in his mustache. He's like, I I tried again. I'm you, sorry. I, I don't I'm know sorry. what to can't tell do you. It. His, can't be done. His
2: barber is hanging off of
1: his mustache. I haven't figured out how to shake him off yet. Like Martin Scorsese called him. He's like, I want you to play uh, Mr. No Mustache. And he's like, can't do it. Sorry.
4: Oh, my God. That's making me think of Caesar Romero, who played the yes. Joker and just painted over it. Right. Yes,
1: right. That would be good if Farina in one movie had just painted yeah. over it. And you no know one me, acknowledges it. a 12-year-old boy with no mustache. <laughs> um,
5: I wish
2: yes. Farina had done like a Clifford-style movie. Oh my like God. a comedy where Farina just
1: played a child. I think Clifford is
5: great. Hey, it Dad, come great. on. you got hey, to bring me my baseball Clifford team. is an
1: all-time classic. Clifford's Classics, one of Ben's favorite yes. yes. movies. Uh, so Farina gets... want to
5: say Mason?
1: Jack Crawford. <laughs> yes. Another, that's the other thing I love about the Hannibal franchise is that different actors have played all of the supporting characters right so so like Jack Crawford was Scott Glenn Farina this, Harvey Keitel Harvey Keitel and then Lawrence Fishburne yeah like they, they keep switching it up that's a pretty great, a great crew there. it's a good crew yeah, yeah. I think that's a, wait did someone play him in Hannibal or is Han- he might not be in Hannibal Jack Crawford isn't Jack Crawford Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne no no in Hannibal the movies I'm sorry this is confusing
3: is oh. <laughs> yes, it yeah. Ray Liotta no Ray Liotta
1: is um, Paul Kremler Paul Kremler who's the uh, the like the, the one guy of, with the up the and from yeah, from yeah, Paul yeah, yeah. Graham from Justice, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and other people have played like he's in silence for like one. That's scene, the, right? the yes, one yes, scene right. when yeah. the,
3: it's after Corman is the one guy, and right. then like, Paul Graham from Justice, yeah. Uh, and then of course Ray Liotta's Spring gets eaten.
2: Uh, yes, and for, the last
1: scene of Hannibal is right. Hannibal feeding more brain to a child on an airplane.
2: We were saying how crazy it was that like the rumor mill uh, pre Hannibal was like crazy. Like people were yeah. so in for that movie. And the rumor mill was like fucking Avengers Endgame, but all the <laughs> leaks would sound like jackass stunts where they'd be like, the rumor is there's a guy without eyelids. <laughs> and people would be like, no. And they'd be like, the rumor is
1: someone eats his own brain. <laughs> like They were all just like, you won't believe how fucking nuts this movie and is. And then as I said to you last night, you read the book and you're like, they toned the book down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The movie is subtle compared to the book. Yeah. In the I remember book, Clarice eats the brain too, yep. and she's like, mmm, good." Like
3: I remember it, reading because it was a huge deal when the book came out. Like it, because of it was, it was Thomas in, Harris, right? He, he, right and it'd K. been Redford. like ten years, right. And then the whole scene with uh, 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 the Italian detective, yep, like that's super way yep. gorier than they end the movie. Who is disemboweled on screen in the movie? Yeah. To be clear, it's not <laughs> yeah. like he like you know falls asleep <laughs> and dies. Took some pills. Hannibal <laughs> just gave him some pills.
1: Hannibal <laughs> just sort of like punches him in the face and he falls over. No, I mean, disembowelment. Yeah. you know. What's that? The guy from Casino Royale. Gianni? yeah. yeah, Is yeah who only plays haggard Italian cops who drink eight espressos. Like, that's his That's his vibe. That yeah. was the 90s into the odds right. for him. Yeah. He's just like, oh, uh, right. James Bond. I'm so, sorry. Yeah, you, I don't know you, what to tell you. You shouldn't be here. I, I love that Quantum Sauce has James Bond throwing his body in the garbage and being like, he wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> he might care.
2: I like it really felt like Alpha Casino Royale. It's like, maybe this is the other pillar of the franchise.
1: <laughs> garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hannibal Jack okay. Crawford mm, right. brings Will Graham Long out of Beach. retirement yeah. to deal with the Tooth Fairy, right. who is biting people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, he's a biter. That's a, the kind of the only thing they have to go off of are the bite marks in the in the book. And I feel like in Red Dragon, there's more with the, like there's the someone makes like a tooth, uh, like a,
3: a a cast of his yeah, mouth yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. I feel like that's not it. Well, it's one. There's one shot there's where one the guy shot, right. from the thing. uh shows it to Crawford you mean I the
4: guy from the actual movie from the, the thing, thing. Right. Okay. From the, the guy with
3: the hands from the thing got it um, I was just
4: making sure I, can,
2: can I throw out my complaint about this guy which guy Tooth uh, Fairy oh
1: sure mm. here's one thing I don't like about him I mean on, on paper he seems great yeah. that's what I'm saying my develops wife. people's photos and videos and stuff. A service right. like
5: his use of nylons. Sure, has a cool like Mars. His
1: house is house. House. so
4: goddamn oh gorgeous. God. I love Very the, cool the lighting in this house. is it has, just it's just gorgeous. He has
2: an appreciation for cinema. He
1: likes to project. I
2: genuinely yeah. I saw that and I was like, fuck. Should I get something like this in my apartment? Like one wall is just a big image. Should of something? I cultivate a tooth fairy Uh-oh. vibe? <laughs> this is my complaint. Okay. <laughs> Cause I like a lot of things about this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh huh. Develops photos.
1: We said the nice Finds things. Finds his What's next your target. Uh
2: huh. Sneaks into their home. Mm-hmm. Stabs them a bunch. Sure. Fucks yeah. them up. Right. Maybe fondles. A little fondling. Bites got them.
4: Got it. it's already you're right there.
2: And then he leaves without even leaving a quarter under their pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the nerve of this guy.
4: You're right. You're it'd be right. cool if he took teeth, right? Just started yeah, ripping them out. Cool.
1: Yeah,
3: Just I mean, have a bag of them. Not
1: with. Them.
2: even.
4: I know a what a
2: jerk.
1: Uh, a hey, Penny, please. He, he doesn't want to be called the Tooth Fairy. Though. I know. Like he wants to be called the Red Dragon. Yeah, yeah. He should leave dragons. He should at their burn house or whatever.
4: I guess he does course correct with um with Stephen Lang by burning him. Yeah, yes. he burns him. He burns. He him.
1: burns him up real good.
4: That's probably the I, guy is fully burned.
1: That's that's to me
2: weirdly the most upsetting thing in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he, yeah it's that no sequence good. is
1: <laughs> real bad. <laughs> which is because in Red Dragon he bites his lips off.
0: Yeah,
2: in
1: uh-huh. the book and in Red Dragon and in Red Dragon Anthony Hopkins like spits the lips. Like, it's gross.
3: In this it's a little it's a little quieter. Well, Ray finds when he gets. I mean, Ray uh, finds when he gets. Hopkins, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and this is just the weird kiss, which is uh,
3: disturbing. It was mm-hmm. more unsettling kind of to me. Like the, 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 it was more visceral. Like yeah. this and like the shot of the old guy like at his security desk. Like, oh, I love that guy. That was one of my favorite scenes of this from the beginning. I was like, and eh, then I just will. the wheelchair right at the Right, because he's
4: turning around a little bit because he's like, I, I I run this parking garage. I think I hear wheels, but those sound way too small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, what? It's a what wheelchair? What kind of fucked
3: up car is this coming down the road? <laughs> yeah, Somebody grilling in my parking garage? Uh, the new
4: 1986 burning wheelchairs are out earlier. Um. So,
1: uh, Ray, yeah, Freddy Lounds sort of bothers them, uh, and Graham pretty quickly goes to see Hannibal Lecter.
2: Right. I love this character of just this sort of like saucy, like sort of like enfant terrible. Crime reporter.
1: Yes, for the tattler.
2: Right, like, he acts like he's fucking, like, you know, some, like, 1940s, like, Hollywood gossip columnist. Right, but
1: he talks to profilers, and he's right. like, I've got the hot scoop from inside the FBI's, like, criminal psychology so, unit. did he eat their buttholes or what? <laughs> and also, like, once he is burned up on a wheelchair, it seems like that's it. Like, yeah, he was no. the one flying the ointment. The only one. It's not like there's, like, six guys trying to yeah. do this.
5: And that yeah. type is now a podcaster. That type is now a podcaster. that guy yeah,
1: would yes, just have true. a podcast. And he would record it in like his murder shack, right. you know, <laughs> out in Delaware or whatever. Yeah, and be like Freddie Lowndes, right? You won't believe what this guy does. But he would also people.
5: do Casper ads. Yeah, would, yeah, right, right, <laughs>
4: exactly. <laughs> if you're going to murder someone, you need to line your basement with Casper mattresses yes. so the sound <laughs> doesn't get out. This thing absorbs entrails. Yeah, now, any viscera. If you
5: want to send a finger
3: or a body part through the mail, Stamps.com gives you a free digital scale. You all, you all, uh, out of uh, people to eat. Well, Blue Aprons got yeah. your back.
1: Right, exactly. That that also tied you over. Yeah, teach you some new techniques. We all
2: love killing people, but figuring out how to serve them and best prepare them is
1: daunting. <laughs> so what are, the lecture scene let's talk the lecture scene
2: well, I was gonna say I just like how quickly like he's like okay I'll do this one case for you and then it's like back into all the fucking bullshit. he can't like, not louds. do like, this right.
1: Right. he's like yeah I'll do this one case and he's like, my doing first thought should probably be the guy thing. who right. traumatized me beyond repair this, I'll go talk to him yeah, that's I think that's this is, is right.
2: one of the few movies where a character talking to himself this much makes total sense of course like this guy just stares at a fucking picture right for like an hour and is like do I do I kiss the body right Or right. <laughs> do I bite it oh. um but the lector scene rules it's interesting uh, how many sort of visual similarities there are to the Sons of the lambs thing sure in sort of the the shot reverse shot through right. the bars, but
1: the sounds of the lamb sort of rolls him out, where it's like yes. she's yes. walking down the long hallway, he's standing, he's like you know ready to sort of like have he gets fun. a hero's welcome. Where in this
3: he's this kind of he's big, you know, yeah. he's kind of brutal. You're right. you're going to see your ex, like that's yeah, what this exactly. feels like, yes. and I think that's on purpose. But like, and he's so. And uh, he's like a caged animal. Like yeah. he's like eyeing him. Like and it's like. Oh, I want to eat Cox cage. is small too. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, of, like, he's kind of a bowling ball. Bri- yeah. Like Brian Dennehy was supposed to be this character. I guess I think so. And yeah. said like you should and you should call go see Brian this Cox. Guy. Right. And like he says that's like what I like about it. he is so small. He doesn't stand up the way uh, le- uh, right Hopkins, Hopkins does, up, right. where he's so presented. He's just like, come on, baby. Come tell me. Come tell sort me your of trouble. Like, he's sort of burly.
2: He's hunched over. He's yeah. very still. And he's, like, very quiet. Like, he just has that sort of, like, professor arrogance. Yes. Uh, but, but Hopkins is so stylized. Yeah. And this is, like, kind of the most, like, real-world scary
1: version. Yes. It's of, the most, like, banal take right, on him. Right. Um, because, like, Mads Mikkelsen, like, Will Graham eventually sees him as a black, jet black demon with antlers, yes. like when yes. he's like having his hallucination, yeah. And like, do you know that Pete Holmes joke about Silence of the Lambs, where he's like, where he was like, when I was learning to make movies, I didn't realize the script was never going to be exactly right. Mm-hmm. And then I re- like in Silence of the Lambs, when he, after the Chianti scene, he goes like. <sighs> And he's like, right, The script doesn't just have 40 Fs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Hopkins just decided to do that. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, Hopkins is so theatrical. Right. Whereas this guy's not theatrical at all. At all. Right. Yeah. There are no
5: Fs in the
3: script.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should look at the script and it's like, I, his, you know, liver was-
3: They
4: didn't, I, they didn't give no Fs, yeah. Actually for yeah. from- uh, <laughs> It <laughs> Another ten county.
3: Uh, inside the Actors Studio, I remember the Hopkins episode very specifically. Being like, "I, I just did that, right? It's I just did totally, that off- yeah, yeah,
1: right." And they were <laughs> like, because, "You know, like what's with right. the Demi's like?" What if you, like, make a weird sucking sound for 10 seconds? Mine? You just
2: imagine the script supervisor coming up to him after that take and go, like, okay, uh, so, Anthony, just a few notes. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't know which draft you've been working off of, uh, but the one I have here doesn't have <laughs> 17 consecutive Fs in it. Uh, also, you're saying uh, uh, Chianti wrong? Right. And he's like, oh, uh, cool. Uh, fuck off. Also, uh, how, do not care.
3: Also, how do exactly do you eat fava beans? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. just exactly. suck them in. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a Roomba. He's like one a by one. one. I'm Kirby. The Nintendo game, I am Kirby. Oh I just my God. suck them in.
4: Yes. Uh, Brian Cox or Anthony Hopkins would be an excellent Kirby. Uh, Brian I'm Cox, would
3: be, Kirby.
2: Brian Cox would be a really good Kirby. He's round. He's kind of burly. Okay, wait. Here's an actual thing. He's a air. bruiser. Here's an actual thing. How good would Brian Cox be as Bowser? Very oh good.
3: man. Very good. Very good. I mean,
2: we have our fun and games, but let's get mm. really serious here. crown hangs yet. heavy. Not, not voicing yeah. either. No. no,
3: no. This A no. Full, full shell body, on that back. Not,
2: not motion
4: capture either. Not He's got to
2: be, it's got to be an entirely practical performance. <laughs> I think he'd be good. I think he'd be. He's got the time. He would finally yeah. fucking win his Oscar. He would
4: be better yeah. than Dennis Hopper was in that role. Yeah.
2: yeah. Have you guys seen, uh, uh, and I say this because the two of you are on the show, because I would usually uh, get laughed at if I, asked uh, David and Ben this question. Have you guys seen the uh, uh, Masters of the Universe documentary on Netflix?
4: Uh no I'm I did not. not know this existed but I know that film. Yeah,
2: uh it, it's a documentary about the history of like He-Man as a brand but they go into the movie a lot. Yeah. And you're like Langella's is not going to sit down and talk. No, to but him. he no. he's
1: like right this was a character. He's right? like uh, yeah.
2: it's probably my favorite role I've ever played. Right, really? <laughs> yeah. And he was like I I genuinely it's one of my greatest regrets in life that I never got to play Skeletor again. I miss him. And they're like so like the costume like you have all this yeah. heavy shit and like the makeup, and he was like, I was actually really angry that they took the fight scenes away from me and had the stunt guy do them. He's like, I spent eight wow. months training.
3: I mean, I was surprised because they didn't put him in the uh, the canon documentary where they talk extensively yeah. about that because I think he didn't have anything bad to say. Like right. the, the other guys were like, we want you to talk shit about this company. No. he's like, no, no, I loved it. Right. I loved it.
2: This documentary is like mostly about the toys, mm. and there's 20 minutes about the movie, and they talk to Langella, and he's like. Yeah, people think I did it because my son liked it, and that's true. But I also thought Skeletor was one of the great characters I ever read. So this
4: interview is like Frost Skeletor?
2: It's Frost Skeletor. I just want Cox to do that. I want Cox yeah. to be like, this isn't a paycheck for me. I see Bowser as like a King Lear figure. I've grabbed women from Towers all the time. All the time.
1: I, it's one of my favorite <laughs> things to do. Bowser wants to get married. That's yeah. Bowser's deal, yeah. right? He's who's, just pushy.
2: Who's Mario?
1: Who's Mario?
2: Yeah, who's our Mario today? If
4: Dennis, if,
1: Dennis Farina Mario. Hoskins was just so, Hoskins was Farina, so Farina good. would have been a good Mario. <laughs> He's got yeah. the mustache. Not sure. These goombas is. are everywhere. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Dennis
1: Franz could still <laughs> I don't do it. know.
2: Dennis Franz could be Mario. He
1: could be like old Mario. Yeah. yeah. That would be like oh, Mario man. the Dark Knight Returns. Mario. Come to retirement for one last mushroom. You know, like lifts out of the armchair. He's like, like, Yeah, one last mushroom. (laughs) He
4: failed. Like, the princess was never rescued. And he's an old, withered man. And he's like, I'm not going to die on this deathbed. I'm going to actually try to get that princess. I don't care what castle she's in. I'm Uh, I'm going to get a joint
1: to do a super jump.
4: (laughs) Then he has some metamucil and sits down for a while.
1: I start my scene. This is Brian Cox. I start my scene with the back to the audience so I can pull them in. I'm trying to seduce them. In an entirely different way. When Tony's doing it, Mm -hmm. Mr. Hopkins, he's an indefatigable... Force like, sure. Yeah. He's so theatrical. You know, he does that thing where he's like, "Closer," you know, to, right. to, to Jodie Foster.
4: My favorite part about the Brian Cox lector is that he does this phone shit, and it's at, right out of War Games. I he's like, love that. And the stick of
5: gum. Oh uh, my god! This movie rules because of all the old tech shit. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it, it almost made me. The part think. where they're looking up the IDs too, and it's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
5: right, yeah. My, I just yeah. feel like tech technology in general is like kind of ruined procedurals a little bit because like computers just it's like less engaging. Yeah, yeah. And watching people oh, like 100%. Telefax and the, like...
1: The Will Graham experience is that he is beyond technology. Like, he can get in the mind. That's, method, that's his
2: whole thing. He's right. Dale De lewis He gets lost. The, my favorite thing in the entire movie is that he uses the gum to hack the phone and then just uh, eats the stick of gum. Why yeah, wouldn't yeah. he <laughs> chew the gum while he's on the phone now that he got the
1: number he wanted? You're right. That's that's a cool move. That's sort of like a
2: low-key like superstar move. Right. He's like, I, I pulled this off. I don't need a second shot at this.
3: Well, it's just like the way that you were talking about Hopkins as like he's just presented there and he's a force. Right. Where like this does like the, just the way he talks, like it's very normal. Like, yeah, not to say yeah. It's nor- he's very conversational. He is. Whereas there's just no big statements the way that Hopkins but, is. Yes. It's
1: also sort of just crazy to imagine going to the theater, not knowing who Hannibal Lecter right. is, maybe yeah. having not read the book, certainly not knowing about the Hopkins thing. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is that's a, that was an interesting scene. That yeah. was pretty arresting. Yeah. They have the one super like that. That's the same atrocious aftershave. Yeah. And then, like the thing where he's like, "You have disadvantages. You're insane, right?" Which right. is like, cute. It's a great line. Yeah. It's such a good line. But in like Red Dragon, that is that is like that was in the trailer. Yeah, that right. was like the hottest line. Whereas right. this, you know, Peterson says it pretty flatly.
2: What's well, also this? He's movie, so
1: afraid to be in the room with him. This
2: movie doesn't hype up
1: Hannibal in the same way you, that Hansel Lambs you does. You meet him like ten minutes in, and he's just
2: there. Right. And you're yeah. just like this. Peterson guy seems to be cautious about going to meet this guy. Sure. But when he's like in the room and he's like that civilized and that well-spoken and that sort of calm, you're like, what's going on here? And it's like as the scene
1: unfolds, you start to realize how terrifying this guy is. And I think the way he exits is so like that whole thing where he's so panicked all of a sudden. Yeah. Or it's more like he knows he can't lose. He'll lose. He's about to lose his cool. Right. Like Lecter will see him melt down.
2: I actually like and it's it's entirely a testament to his work. But I, like, feel physically uncomfortable watching Peterson in this movie.
5: Totally. It's like 100%. watching Britney
2: Spears shave her head, and you're just like, this is, I can't get any satisfaction from right. this.
1: Right, and it's sort of an interesting lead character to have, because yeah. he's, right. You're kind of like, dude, stop it. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> no, don't and, do this. And in the
3: age of the hero cop, oh, right. like, yes. it's so insane to have this and be like, yeah, this is our guy. Right.
2: And he's, like, just, like, so, like, sweaty the whole movie.
3: You've
1: got that early scene where he goes to the crime scene, yeah. and it's, like, this empty house, and he's talking to himself. Right. When does he imagine the woman with, like, the white eyes? Is that a little later? That's, later. Later. that's yeah. so good. He's that's got the amazing. weird
2: thing. It's the thing that bugs me about my own hair, where the sides and the back puff out more mm-hmm. than the top.
1: He's got a
3: puffy hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, He's not a silver fox. He's a silver lion. He's He's got a really big mane and it's well put. It's it's lovely. I can't keep my eyes off. Right,
2: (laughs) because foxes are sleek and lions
1: are majestic.
2: (laughs) Peterson's a majestic guy. He's a majestic guy. Billy Peterson.
1: Billy Peterson. We got to do Friedkin so we can do To Live and Die in LA. We do. so good in that.
2: It is crazy now that we're also going to cover two Hannibal movies in the same year.
1: Yeah, we are. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and
2: we'll never cover Red Dragon. Probably, we definitely will cover Hannibal Rising.
1: Of course, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you guys Peter Webber. You guys are
4: gonna go through the Mick G series, right? Yes, you know? Girl with a Pearl podcast. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: pod with a cast earring. Um. Uh. And uh, yeah, you know, we could do Ridley Scott. I, I've always wanted to. It's just he just makes too many movies. That's his problem.
2: I feel like you and I are on the same page. If we covered someone with that long a filmography again, we would maybe do the Spielberg thing where we split it. We'd break it, it up. We'd yeah. find some
1: sort of midpoint. Yeah. For Scott, I guess it's the 90s. Right. Like I, when so, he like truly
5: goes off the resume.
2: Someone tweeted at us like uh, when uh, you guys started covering Tim Burton, my wife was not visibly pregnant, and now right. she's given birth. <laughs> <laughs> borth. Birth.
1: <laughs> it was a birth. She birthed. <laughs> yeah, she birthed." <laughs> Um, come on, what else do we want to talk about in this movie? Well, you
4: mentioned the white eyes, and I thought... I love that It's
1: Isn't it so good? And the white teeth, the glowing mouth. Right, it's
4: like, because... It's kind
1: of keepy.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, one, it's yeah. one keepy
4: touch. And Peterson is like, you know, he's going crazy, trying to get in right. the mind of what the Tooth Fairy is, and he wants to be seen and desired by other people. So it's like almost like I think they're supposed to represent like a reflection. Yes. Because right, he does right. take out mirrors and break them he up. He likes re- mirrors. He likes the eyes. moonlight. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah. And so.
3: there's just, I mean, there's all these good reversals in this. Like, I, I, I always stick with the, um, and I, apparently this was a pain in the ass to shoot, The uh, scene with him in the airplane and he's dreaming of his home life yeah. while the murder photos are just everywhere. That's so uh, great. And I was just like, oh, man. yeah." Missed I've been the little, there before. I've like watched a ba- oh, yeah. the wrong movie uh, on an airplane. 100%, and, and, and right. Like,
4: I, who hasn't watched a snuff film or kept oh, around yeah. murder had, photographs on an airplane? I've had Leota <laughs> brains and some Tupperware on an airplane, no and a kid yeah.
1: wanted
2: you to got eat it, You got it, because, it. I mean, the brains they serve on the flight are so bad. Yeah, I know. Oh, those it, are
4: microwave freeze stride brains. Flight attendant, is the motion picture today on the plane? the Zapruder film because it's my favorite movie.
3: <laughs> the long cut. The director's yeah. cut, please. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. The director's Frames stuff.
4: inserted. You know the yeah, stuff right. the CIA didn't cut out of it?
3: could put stills in the middle of it. <laughs> They're saying these are
2: Leota brains on the menu, but this these taste like Ken Wall brains at best. I was wondering who you are going to do. I was working really I hard to pull. I ordered
4: Leota like, brains and they gave me egg noodles and ketchup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the ultimate indignity. <laughs> 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 Good fellas. That's the link. Yeah. Peterson's like, I won't do it. Leona's like, I will do it. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, and then he gets his brain eaten. What else? I mean, they do the thing where they like shame him in the tattler. Tattler. Yes. And that's when you have the Freddie Lounge scene. I love, right.
2: yes, I love yeah. all that stuff. I mean, the, do you see? Yes. And, this is a little slideshow. And slide the mm-hmm. lab thing with the note on the toilet paper that they know they need to replace. That is really fun.
3: That stuff rules. Because well, like, you get all the process and lab stuff. So like, much good uh, process uh, in this uh, movie. A, a bulldog from Fraser is one of the guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and he shows up against in Silence of the Lambs, which is really funny to me. A mm-hmm. uh, uh, bulldog
2: from Frazier. I, I think uh, Moose was what? What was he? Eddie from... He wasn't a bulldog. He was a terrier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Moose, the yes, Jack he was. Terry. Yes, Moose, well said. Thank you. <laughs> Winner of the Palm Dog.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh,
1: yeah, no, but all that man process stuff is is so uh, good. Yeah, a lot of blue light. All of his blue light. Yeah, I know. Which critics at the time, I think, were kind of like how critics of like Soderbergh's time were like, enough with the filters. Like they were like, yeah. eh. It's too obvious. I love all the
3: filters. So I love cool. all that shit. It's I don't just understand cruel.
2: people who complain about filters. If I it's know.
3: pointed, I love it. Like, exactly. if, Like, right. if you're just doing it because, like, I saw traffic, yellow's in this year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no. what the fuck's that? But I just but,
1: like it where he's like, this is a blue scene. Let's make it blue. Yeah. yeah. Put a blue on it. Yeah. Put a blue on blue. it. And blue here is sort of, like, homey. It's, like, you know, it's for the romance. It's for the scenes with his wife. Which is weird. Did you see those? Um, but sort of reflects yeah, his, like, yeah. since state of mind. Yeah, especially since
4: it like moonlight in those shots. Right. And then we talk about the Tooth Fairy likes the moon as well. He does. He's got an awesome goddamn moon in his, in his apartment or house oh, yeah. or whatever. And he watches people from afar in their yards. He loves it. Pretty nice. Whittling on trees. Not the, he's bad. A he's a peeper. hobbyist. He's a peeper. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a hobbyist. and He's he a, peeper. a classic He learns peeper. stuff. Yeah. I, mean,
3: I, I mean, like, I, I like the scenes with him in the workspace, like, when we finally meet him. Because all this, uh, the, the, the camera really rushes at him. I remember the first couple shots of Dollar Dollarhide. You're just like, here he is, like, him moving through the thing. And, like, they pull back the camera really quick. Yeah. And it suddenly felt like you were, like, he got away from that distancing thing. That is somehow in, his, in all of his movies, like the calm of it, all of well, a sudden got broken. And
2: also structurally, it's so cool that you hold off on seeing any of the guy for so long. And then you spend like 15 minutes just with him. Right. Like in his daily life. Uh, I mean, look, what, what did I say to you guys in the DM thread of uh, all else? He's a really good housemaker.
4: <laughs> he is. The interior decoration yeah. is fantastic. He seems like a pretty good date. I mean, I, yeah. hey, hey, I've never rubbed a tiger. He's a homemaker. Uh, a suitor brings me to a tiger to rub. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a thrilling adventure for me.
1: He's very polite about like he's like I just made you a gin and tonic. It's right in front of you. Yeah. I like that scene. Yeah. Uh, Joan Allen's great. It's a weird role. Yes. Like, it's a slight role, but, like, I love Joan Allen. I mean, look, this, uh, obviously, a a major
2: Michael Mann complaint that I only think gets corrected in the last couple of films Uh tends to severely underwrite all of his female characters. Sure. They just exist to be, like,
4: Symbol.
2: right, right, right. Or don't murder me. Excuse
1: me. Could what? you avoid murdering me, please? If you
2: wouldn't mind, <laughs> I'm trying to live here.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I think Madeline Stowe in Mohicans is kind of his most developed female character. I'm gonna give you a hot take. Sure. I think the best one is Jada Pinkett Smith and Collateral. Well, I love Jada Pinkett Smith and Collateral, and I, I think the you know she's also amazing in Ollie. Yeah. Um, well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, but, I uh, love her in collateral, though. She rolls that. Love Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Another person who uh, doesn't get enough respect. 100%. Yeah. Does not get enough respect. Also, another person who was in Gotham. Oh, Fish yes. She Mooney. Was. Fish Fish. Mooney forever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mooney.
3: I thought she was going to be like. Uh, uh, did she? Because she left after she first season. She's yeah. out after
1: out after the first season, but then she's back and she's like even fishier yeah, or whatever. <laughs> like you know, fishier. like she's like remixed. Yeah. Something fishy's going on, right? Exactly. exactly. She grows scales. Uh, it was just so weird. Where they're like, this show is going to be kind of built around the penguin. And you're like, cool. And then the the main gangster's called Fish Mooney, and I'm like,
3: another fish thing. <laughs>
1: Like right, like yeah. you know, like the penguins. De- he he's fish. The penguin eater. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's
3: gonna, he's just got a heavy named the Glacier.
2: Can <laughs> I can I say that uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is zombie
3: Is oh okay. oh okay. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm, I'm saying? Know, I could see that actually. Yeah. In the, especially in the Fish Mooney. Get up. Yeah. Push me, Fish Mooney. Push me, Fish.
1: <laughs> fish me, push Mooney. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, so uh, What, well, Manhunter? It's a masterpiece of 80s yes. crime scene. Well,
2: subject. I'll say this. This episode, this episode works as a sort of exploration of us descending into madness William exactly. Peterson style. Yeah, as, as
1: the filters around us right. are all, like, tinted blue.
2: Yeah, Ben put on a blue filter in the room where we're recording. Um,
3: that feels very calming, I will say. It is calming. Yeah. It's yeah. relaxing. Yeah. It's the
4: calm before the storm, because we should probably mention the whole, like, Peterson's not supposed to even... Go ahead of everyone and and break into uh, what's his name? Dollar hides. Yeah, dollar hide. Yeah. Interesting name. Great name, Francis <laughs> Dollar Hide. And it's the most interesting way to break into someone's house is you just start running at their fucking window and jump through it.
3: Well, yeah, you got go to go the Rambo entrance.
4: Yeah, it's, that's what you want. And, and it, it, backfires in such a great way. Yeah. It's fantastic. You
2: think it's a bad idea to make a nice, loud entrance
1: <laughs> that also that probably they, damages your body and the process? Your body this guy is not a threat. He's only 6'7".
4: <laughs> also incapacitates you.
1: Yes. Ugh. You know when uh, we're, I mean we're getting to the I mean there's the thing with like his home address right that that's the code yeah, right. that's yes. pretty cool and right. I like that scene and the sort of red herring of it right it's oh, not oh, the Bible
2: right well and also the kid waking up yeah waking up Kim Grace saying that they hear someone right. you think it's going to be Dollar Hyde, right but it, and yeah. it's, and it's the, all the SWAT guys being like hey uh, how's it how's hey it going? what's up and like yeah. and it's
1: the guy isn't it the guy who uh, the Terminator to the T one thousand finger pokes.
3: Oh, no, it's the not door. him, but it's I, on I, him? I know what it's you're saying yeah. It's that guy. Yeah, that guy is similar. in shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. That yeah. guy's in shit.
1: Yes. That redhead guy, whatever. Yes. Oh yeah, he's in yeah.
3: Gremlins 2. They are both. They're both yes. in Gremlins 2. Yes. yes, yes, the twin brothers. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: right. they're in uh, uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action as right.
3: the Warner Brothers.
2: Oh really? Right. So Dante loves them. Another
4: okay. guy in this film that's uncredited. I forget the actor's name. He's at the start where he's like saying, "Oh, the vi- video, t- the VHS tapes of the families are in your place, William Peterson." And he's been in like everything. He was in Stand by Me as like the ba- the bad dad, mm. like. Uh, like the wrong kid died. Yes. And
3: he, I it's, forget his name.
4: It's, it's killing me because I know he's been in so much other stuff.
3: I thought you were going to bring up the fact that in the uh, one of the scenes where we're breaking down, like we're getting ready to go find him. Uh, Chris Elliott. Yes. yes! That <laughs> is <laughs> wild.
4: Thank Flew you. This is, the, the, year there was someone we this is the year before Fuck.
1: the abyss. It's, right. it's prime Chris Elliott's in yeah. a scene. I wouldn't
4: forgive myself if we didn't mention Chris Elliott. The best. Also. Carbon Boy himself. And Get a Life. Oh, yeah. yes. And uh, The Late Show with David Letterman.
2: That's what's weird is that, like, before he started having a proper acting career, it was, like, Letterman sketches, then, like, one scene roles in totally dramatic films mm-hmm. playing straight perfunctory roles, yeah. and then he becomes, like, weirdo comedy actor. Right.
3: That's I was ex- I expected him to have like a zinger or something. Yeah, in no, nothing. No, he just, just dispenses the- some info. Yeah, and there's same a lot thing, of like office chat in this abyss, movie. The abyss.
2: He just reads the shit off the monitor. And he's like,
3: "There's an alien and yeah.
1: it's saying something." Like Looks he doesn't like do it's anything. In the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> but um, lots of office chat. Really, like yeah, eighty yeah. percent of this movie is office chat. Yeah. It's, like brightly lit rooms. Farina in a black suit, like looking stressed. That's out.
2: the thing I like is that like even though it's dealing with like these grotesque, like horrific murders. The office scenes have the exact same like aesthetic to them as like Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. Yeah. Like the first one where it's just like this is just like work a day thing. <laughs> like imagine like what greater horror than having this be your day job. Right.
4: Although you get to scramble a lot of choppers and jets, uh, and some good chopper action in this. Let's yeah.
2: do scrambling. I love the
1: tattler. Just what a what a silly name for tattling. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, I can't wait to see what's been tattled this yeah. week. Tattling is bad yeah. and awful. No they, one likes
4: a tattler. Childish. And they also print the most obscure, odd personals. That's right. like avid fan. <laughs> right.
1: Right. 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 Bizarre. Yeah, but that's how you made your money in the eighties in the eighties yeah. print business. You had tattle. Yeah, serial killer personals.
2: Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> so the yeah, the but that whole system
2: of, is cool of them realizing that's how they're communicating. That's cool. The moment where you realize the Dollar hide and Lecter like in communication is like oh, Dollar Hide's like Lecter,
1: Cool. guy. Yeah. yeah. I hear he eats eats them. I, the I just buy it. Recognize you know. game. Yeah, me. I he's just he's just chewer, right? Yeah, right, exactly. He's a chewer, and he's an even nibble. Right.
2: And I love the Peterson detail of like make sure the sign in the background's a little fuzzier because we want him
1: to be able to make it out, but not like not make, know. Make him think that we didn't want exactly right. Um, and then you know there's the One. I mean that, we've talked about this movie I mean, we're fine right plot wise I'm trying to think if there's anything else we've forgotten before the we did a
2: little less literal plotting but, fine, but we, co-
3: we covered uh,
2: the things
3: yeah I think those are the main things right yeah the break and yeah we, we got through
4: them right yep. there. there's the, the big break in the shootout scene where co- some cops needlessly die because William Peterson rushes in by the way we see like yeah. some dude's
1: brains or something yeah there's one really gory shooting death yeah because mm-hmm. he's got a shotgun I want to say uh, Michael Mann mm-hmm. correspond, spent several years corresponding with an imprisoned murderer called Dennis Wayne Wallace, which sounds like something Michael Mann would just do for kicks. Mm-hmm. You know? And Wallace told him he was obsessed with a woman he didn't know. And that Iron Butterfly's song, de Vida" was like their song in his head. Like he, and he told Mann this, like, I would always hear it if I saw her. And so Mann was like, cool, 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 going to use it in my movie. That's like, the, that's my denouement. Do you have any idea what
2: started that correspondence? Oh, I'm probably just chatting. No <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, Char- Charlie,
1: Charlie research? Manson. Michael Mann was a big that. fan of his work. That's exactly. I think
4: he probably wrote to all the serial killers because yeah. you mentioned Hannibal yeah. had much uh, buildup as Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. in the press and whatnot. Yeah. I just want that Avengers of serial killers. You get Charlie mm-hmm. Manson. Whoa. Hannibal's kind of a you know, a, a fictional creation, but let's say he's in there.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, well that's the thing. Would you want to go all fictional or would you want to go? How about a
4: mix? Like maybe, Ooh.
3: interesting. you know,
4: Mike Michael Myers maybe? Yeah. He's a my, fun yeah. guy.
3: Well, even less talkative. I mean, he'd be more of a, like a root. Yeah. And we can't do, you can't
4: do Jason Voorhees because he'd smell too much. You, yeah. And you're going on like, Sky carriers? Is it's that what also they have? one of
2: those things where, like, Jason feels a little more like monstery than Michael Myers, who was just right. like, "This is a very skilled serial killer." He mm.
4: could easily meet Hannibal in the in the what is it called? Asylum, a psychiatric mm. institute. Yes. There's
1: something else I just found out that I have to tell you: they okay. couldn't afford a fake plane mm-hmm. for the plane scene, so he just booked the a plane. He booked the whole crew onto a plane, like uh, what was it, uh, Chicago to Orlando. And then when the plane took off, they took out cameras and started filming. And the stewardesses were like, what do you do? You can't do this. What? They yes. took it hostage. That's insane. That's amazing. That's If you did that now, Michael Mann would be in uh, prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like They'd yeah. like, be like, no, <laughs> oh, no man. plane antics.
4: Gitmo. Uh,
2: can I tell you guys, I pitched this to David the other day, talking okay. about like big, ultimate, uh, epic crossover, team-up movies we want to see. We're only two in, but I think he's keeping a good pace and pretty soon we could get the ultimate team-up movie of Nicholas Holt playing 20th century novelist. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, man. we got
2: Tolkien.
1: And we got We've Salinger. we got Salinger. Right.
2: He's working mm. through them.
1: So who should he play next?
2: Wow. Uh,
1: Elmore Leonard? El Ron Hubbard. Oh, yeah. L. Ron Hubbard oh, yeah. <laughs> and only, Elmore Leonard.
2: Only as a novelist. I want a movie that's just about him writing or his him novels. like, what if
1: Earth was the battlefield? Right? <laughs> There is like literally a scene in Tolkien where he like is like looks distantly into you know middle distance like a fellowship yeah. Yeah, like that that, that or you could play
4: that like movie. Raymond Chandler and just be like, "Oh wait, what's that? A gun? I saw a guy with a gun. let's put that in my in my in my novel. Let
1: me write a hundred
4: books uh, high earth, no,
1: no, no. Low earth? Like, balls it up through, <laughs> yeah. Wait a sec, Middle Earth. There, There's definitely a scene in Tolkien where he goes middle. Like, he says that. Is there
2: a ring thing in it? I mean, he has to you get You see him get married, ring. and yeah, he goes, he like, married. with this ring, I, mm, I the right. <laughs> <You're really laughs> sure.
4: Oh, sorry, honey. Uh, let's yeah. just say a goblin took my ring. He takes out his <laughs> typewriter on the altar. <laughs> That's um, why I'm not. I haven't been wearing my wedding band yeah. because a golem yeah. took it. Oh, wait sure, a let's just say went that. into
3: a volcano. I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah.
4: Oh, I guess that's divorce. <laughs> Does he get divorced by throwing his wedding ring into a volcano? Wow, Mount no, Doom. He,
2: he Mount Doom, Doom was divorced. divorced.
1: Yeah, Mount Doom was divorced. Mount Doom was divorced. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Dollarhide sees Joan Allen kissing someone, goes nuts. Oh, that's and, a great uh, they, one. You yeah. Know, uh. He puts it together. What's it? You know, Graham puts it all together. He's a film He's guy. He's seen the photos. Yep. He's seen the film He's before.
2: He's paced the house through He's that. He's the original 24-hour photo. Ex- yes. Side yeah. the photo. Deck. That's a
4: great moment, too. Just like like the One padlock, while, the hour, pets. Right. Oh, yeah. Of you added 23 hours to that. Yeah, geez. I
1: overshot by a lot. <laughs> yeah, you really did. What a bad business. <laughs> One million-hour
3: photo. Yeah. Like that's the sequel. <laughs> Well what I like about that scene before the uh before the uh before he get he takes Joan Allen mm-hmm. is you're just in there's a freaking rocking song, uh Strong as I am. Yeah. Blaring. Oh that
2: song rock yeah, rock. Yeah.
3: And then you see him literally pull the top of uh his car like off. Yep. And I'm like, I just assumed he was a string bean up until right. now. No, yeah. no, he's superhuman. He's like a
1: beast. <laughs> Oh, the
2: other thing we should talk about is
3: well, especially if the dragon, if he's, yeah, the yeah, dragon. If he's trying to get into dragon mode. I am the
1: dragon. He the, has
3: dragon energy. The, this does have oof. big de. Yeah.
2: The the fucking stalking over the head look. It's scary. Very. Scary,
4: <laughs> and, yeah, but has anyone been fooled by that? I could still make this guy out in a, in a mug. Shot well, if someone or, did that oh, now, I'd
1: be like, Manhunter, are you like a manhunter fit? <laughs> like, if a, if a serial killer had half stocking, I'd be like, Oh, yeah. Michael Mann, yeah. I love him. Yeah. Clever reference, yeah. Um, a uh, box office game. Oh, well, I just want to say uh, the shootout is cool. Yeah, yes. I love a man shootout. Yeah. I love his weird approach to gunshots with the sort of like stuttery kind of like approach to gunshots. Tom Noonan with a one handed shotgun shot. That Pretty was cool. wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noonan, a zillion gallons of blood comes out of him. Right. Yes. And there's that uh-huh. thing where he's lying. Yeah. He got stuck to the ground because it was so much fucking fake blood and it was like hot. Yeah. They had to like uh, crrr, uh, like peel oh, no. the floor off with him. <sighs> Let's play the box office game. Manhunter, Big flop. Came out August 15th, sweaty, mm.
0: 1986.
1: So I am I'm like four months old. Wow. You haven't been born. I've not been born Ooh. yet. It made $8.6 million, which, yeah, is not good. I'm no. three, by the way.
3: Yeah, me too. Oh, well, there
1: you go. <laughs> this is the first Dante Spinati, which is like man's regular yeah. guy.
2: Uh, just another crazy thing mm. that this film, uh, 30 years earlier, uh, unadjusted, still outgrossed black Hat.
1: Yes, exactly. Black oh, really? Hat made less wow. than yeah, le- eight. 6. I loved. I loved
4: Black Hat. Oh, I, Black I think Black Hat rules. Oh, really, yes, yes. most people tell me I am Black Hat. Honks. Yeah,
0: yeah it's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Honks. Yes. Oh my god, Fucking that's honks. so good! It's great. Uh, it's, I love
4: that.
2: Uh, now I gotta uh. wait two years to use it. It's cool um, now. Black Hat's great. Um, no, Black Hat fucking rules. It is yeah. crazy. I was like, that in not do well, right? It did like oh. fifteen, and we looked it up, like seven.
4: It is so good, and seven people tell released me on I'm... like
2: three thousand screens, starring
4: Thor. That's insane. But people tell me I'm wrong.
2: No, no, no it's, it's great. A really I'm glad movie.
4: to know that I'm right. No, I picked a honker.
2: We'll get to it, but you definitely picked a honker.
1: <laughs> but here's the thing: you yeah. hear August 1986, you're like, oh, that must have been like a trashy time for the movies, right? Like August used to be a real dumping ground. Yes. Number one this weekend, he's going to guess the box office. And feel free to guess yourself if you, if Griffin's struggling. Um, He'll usually beat everyone to the punch. Number one is maybe my like favorite movie of this year. Wow. Uh, It's a horror movie. Does it win best picture in your uh,
2: spreadsheet? No. David has a spreadsheet of oh boy, who spreadsheet. he would give the awards to every year and everything.
4: Really? I Can I see this other one? Other people <laughs> that. Yes. No. <laughs> this secretly talking thing. about you it on it. my podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I think uh, an FBI profiler needs to take a look at you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah,
1: I probably do. Um, no, maybe it'd be, this is like a top movie. This is such a good movie. It's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. It's from a great director. Is it elevated horror? Mm.
3: I know what it is. I'm is just, it a Carpenter? It's The Fly.
2: Oh, wow. I was going to guess Fly Carpenter Cronenberg. What yeah. year is Thing? 87? Th- thing's are the same
1: year as E.T., isn't it? Isn't it 84? Oh, it's earlier. as 84? 84? Let's find out. 82? Let's find out. 82. <laughs> okay. Wow, a lot earlier. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, it's The Fly. The Fly opened this weekend. Yeah. Manhunter opened against The Fly. Uh, is he your best actor winner? Yes. Yeah, cool. Okay, thank God. Um, seven million. The Fly opens number one. Manhunter's yeah, opening number eight. F, you know, wow. yeah. people are not open to two million
3: dollars. Manhunter. No one wants to see that. The
5: fly is so good.
3: Do we like The Fly? The Fly is amazing. The fly it's is pretty good. good. It's an incredible movie. Ben? I, I it was the one where you I a fly
5: guy buzz buzz buzz. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was definitely the one where I was like, oh, I'm definitely into this guy. Like sure. I, I had seen a History of Violence, and I was like, that's really good. And sure. then I went, yeah. back, went back, and right. then I was like, oh, okay.
2: I think Fly was the first one of his I saw. I saw it, like, when I was homesick from school on TV. And when I started watching it, the first 30 minutes, I was like, oh, this must be different than that horror movie, The Fly.
0: (laughs) Like, I'd seen the image Uh of,
2: like, the final creature, and I was like, well, that couldn't be in this movie. This is some other movie that has the same title. And then when it started transforming into that
1: movie, I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, Fly rules. Number two... At the box office is, it, is a comedy. It's also new this week. Okay. Uh, comedy starring a, a Ben guy.
2: Starring a Ben guy. Oh, Do you is, agree? Ben's laughing just I looking have not at the title. This film.
1: I've never seen it either. Is no. it John Candy? It is. 87. John Candy. Is it Who is Harry 86. Crumb? It's not Who is 86. Harry Crumb. Great Sorry. Outdoors. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh,
4: armed
3: and dangerous. Correct. Yes. Oh. Is that him and Levy? Uh, him and yes. Levy, yeah, yeah. Robert Loja, Young yeah. Maid Ryan. It's wow. good. You really, should, you
4: should check it out. Honestly, are it's, they cops? Okay. What are they? They're like security guards. Yes. Like they, it's one on. of those
1: classic. Uh, you know this actor? Yeah, yes, I know John
4: Candy. Yeah. He <laughs> has a job. this <laughs> job. <laughs> well, there, there's a kind of a plot with uh, waste management. I yes, think there is. It's yeah. It's uh, uh, honestly check it out
1: at Guard Dog Security. John Candy is undercover. You thought the tagline was over? No, no. That was just the first sentence. Overdressed. That's the second sentence. And keeping you safe from the scum of the earth. He's got like a scarf? Oh, That yeah.
4: is from the climatic sequence. Wow. In which he has to take over a big rig truck. Yes, it's a its a honker, dude. It's
1: a honker. This one honks. Isn't Men in Black protecting you from, from scum fucking, of the universe? Yes. Very similar universe. Yeah, yeah, well, they ripped it off, I guess. Uh, I don't know this movie, but uh, it opened above Manhunter. Wow. Finished with 15. Wow. Uh, all right. Number three you, is. I just a um, quick, very, yeah, very on,
2: tiny, say a tangent. What keeps throwing me off? I keep on making jokes about Zachary Levi being a Jew, like in a, a prideful way. Uh-huh. Like Shazam's a Jew, which he's like super fucking Christian, but it's because of Eugene Levy and Levi. Oh. I'm like, well, Levy's the ultimate Jew. Those names are so similar. He must be Jewish. Yeah. and then apparently he was one of those guys who would be like converting people on the set of Chuck.
1: Yes, he's an yeah, he's, he's he's evangelical
2: that. Christian. He was a guy where people would be like, "Hey, great take, Zach," and he's like, "You want on the secret to that take? I've accepted the Lord into my heart." Wow, he was one of those guys.
3: Right. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to work with that. Yeah, I'd that, love to be a PA be on that set. That would be so fun. <laughs> it's like just
2: let me fucking
1: slice the bagels, Levi. And I'm, I'm, I just slept one off. I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> if right. you're not. Yeah. Um. Number three. Okay, it was no just another masterpiece of 1986. D- truly, yeah, we've covered it on this podcast. We've
2: covered it on this podcast. We have.
1: Wow, Ben's mm-hmm. nodding effusively. I mean, it's good.
2: Broadcast news?
1: No, that's 87. Mm-hmm. That was a Christmas movie. Too. You
2: know, I 85, 86, 87. I always get mushed up wrong. Sure. Uh, okay, that's and acceptable. We've covered <laughs> it. We've covered it on this podcast. Robocop's sequel. 87. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. Mm-hmm. Piranha 2, The Spawning. No, think I'm joking. I know it's not. Okay. More <laughs> successful sequel. We've covered it on this podcast. we also cover the first movie?
1: No. Oh. Aliens? Oh. Chris guy. <laughs> uh, Aliens, a in hints. its fifth week, wow. has made $55 million. Right. Another masterpiece. Number four, another sequel. To the biggest hit of, I don't know, last year or whenever this fucking, <laughs> the original one came out. We have not covered it on the podcast. But it's a big, it's one of the big movies of the 80s? Yeah, yes,
2: yes. Definitive 80s movie. It how the sequel do?
1: Great, 115. And do they make another one? Hell yeah. They <laughs> made they a make? bunch. They made five overall, if you can count like spinoffs and reboots and shit.
2: Count spinoffs and reboots? That hmm. sounds tough. Is it a Rambo?
1: No. Hmm... Eighty-six spinoffs and reboots. He says, "Would that be Die Hard too?" Nope. Damn. Nope. I think Die Hard One is eighty-seven. No. Yeah. Spinoffs and reboots. Is it?
2: Is it a star-driven? Give me the. No. Give me the genre, my friend.
1: Kid. Kid. Kid oh. movie. Oh. That's the movie? genre. Kid. kid
2: with spinoffs and reboots. This was
1: the most successful. This was the biggest one, mm-hmm. which people kind of forget.
2: It peaked at two. It's a kid franchise, spinoffs,
1: and reboots. Is a kid the star? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's like an older guy who's like, you know, the co-star. <gasps> mm. <laughs> this is a tough one. Chris yeah. is fucking bigfooting you right now. Older
2: guy and the kid. And does the kid still work today?
3: Mm, barely. Okay. Only in like nostalgia projects. I'm probably way off on the timing. Bad news Bears too. Nope. Damn. It's not a. It's not a Feldman. Yeah. Think like a big
1: deal. This. this these movies were very like successful. Endlessly parodied. Sure.
2: Endlessly parodied. Yep. This is the biggest. Everyone it is. But that's a
1: bad clue because you would never remember that this was well, the biggest. I mean, uh, me though. I might sure, remember. You right. might. You might.
2: A kid and an older guy. That's oh, my right. God. Everybody. Oh, 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 I know. Exactly. What? what is it? It is. It's Karate Kid Part 2. That's right. Oh, the Karate Kid wow. Part 2. I The thing is, I don't, See,
4: I is, I don't view him as a kid when yeah. I watch those it, movies. It's I'm still. Title. I'm, you're right. You're right. But I always looked up to Ralph Macchio to this day still. Because yes. I'm like, boy, maybe oh, I could learn
1: karate. Yeah. Number five. Good, hey, look. Good hands.
3: You're doing good here. That's
2: one of those weird ones where it's like touching the part of yeah. the elephant and trying to describe it. Like yeah. you describe any element of Karate Kid and it sounds like a different movie.
3: And you would immediately
1: know it too. Right. Yeah. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. Number five is a movie that is the final film of a legend, but it also stars one of the most famous actors alive when he's like young.
2: Is it Nothing in Common?
1: It's Nothing in Common. Gary Marshall's Nothing in oh Common God. with wow. Jackie Gleason. I was I was hoping I would get to describe the poster to you.
2: Well, no. It's one know of what? those
1: movies where it's like, two guys are looking at each other and they're not happy. Do you know <laughs> why
2: this movie seared into my brain? Why? It was a question at our trivia night that we used to go to at Videology in Brooklyn, RIP. Yeah, rip. And it was like, what's the name of the film that star, stars Tom Hanks and Jackie Gleason? And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm remembering I mean, the it's poster. a pretty boring title. It's the two Here of them. The they got the hats. They're staring <laughs> off at each other. And I was like, what's it called? Oh, fuck. It's nothing. So It's not nothing but trouble. It's not nothing. And I was like trying. I was like, guys, help me. And everyone else was like, I have no idea what it is. Sure. And I was like, what is it? It's nothing in nothing. And then I turned to our friend, member of the team, Kamen Volkovsky. Yeah. And I said, nothing in common. What is it? That's right. <laughs> and it wasn't a joke. That's how I figured it out. That's how his name is out. K-A-M-E-N. That's right. And by saying his name, I remembered the title.
1: Nothing in common. Nothing in common. They have nothing, nothing in common, yeah. I guess. What's that movie about? It's, I
2: think it's that's It's about helpful. that. It's about right.
1: Uh, so that's your top five. Wow. Top Gun is still in there. A ruthless People. Heartburn.
3: It yeah. is shocking to me that Ruthless People made as much money as it did. Huge. It was Ruthless it was People humongous. did Dude. so well.
1: Is it the highest adjusted grossing of
3: the Zuckers? Adjusted? Mm,
1: I don't know. It made 174 adjusted. Which is a lot yeah. for
3: a Danny DeVito vehicle,
1: but I think Airplane might be unbeatable. Air- Airplane made two hundred and eighty million dollars. Really?
3: Wow.
4: I mean, also consider like all the money it made off of TV too, man. Airplane right. is still Airplane is so on big. TV yeah. nonstop.
1: Um, and Naked Gun two and a half made one eighty six. Naked Gun two and a half was that's the biggest of the three. Huge. Yeah. Is
4: Airplane the only spoof movie that has? surpass what it's spoofing because 100%. Of, you know like there's all those airplane airport yeah. airport 77 right. and shit yeah. yeah
2: yeah i think uh yes and and what was it zero hour is that the other thing yes that's right. the movie
4: it's sort of specifically right.
1: spoofing right
2: yes i i mean i remember watching that Disaster as a movies. kid and not having my my parents were like you like mel brooks here's another parody movie and i was mm-hmm. like this isn't parodying anything like any Mel Brooks movie I watched, and I was like, cool, sci fi, horror, westerns. And I was like, this isn't a genre. What's a parodying? And my parents were like, five huge movies, <laughs> one of which was nominated for Best Picture.
4: The 1970s airplane a, a craze. Weird
2: fucking subgenre. Plane
4: check, dude. Plane check. Go through all of them. Oh, all the planes, all the airport <laughs> movies. Yeah, so you can oh, end God. with uh, Delta uh, Force. I was going to say United 93. But... Oh, <laughs> no, boy. I'll never watch it. <laughs> Delta you'll, Force? You'll
2: never watch United 93. Is that really? a movie that you've avoided watching because it'll just freak you out too much? Mm. Wow. Good movie. No, thank you. Good movie I will never watch again. Oh, yeah. Well, especially because yeah,
1: yeah. everyone was like, no, but it's very realistic. And I was like, I'm backing further away. <laughs> You're not helping this. Yes, it really exactly. captures what it would exactly be like to have that
4: experience. It'll turn you into a right. Lars von Trier or a, who, who did we say seven Mick hours ago? McGee. Yep. Yep. I'm a McGee, basically. Yes, yeah.
1: That's not true. I'll get on it. You him.
2: know the great irony? McGee, Afraid of Flying, also directed pretty fly for a white guy music video. Wow.
4: You know, now that you say that it makes total sense stylistically, yes. it's all there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's true. Um, yeah. We're done. Yeah. We're done. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Final wow. thoughts. It's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a like movie. great movie. I feel Check like for production designers, to get to design the serial killer's home is yeah. really fun. Really, oh, yeah. yeah. That must be, like, one of the best design jobs you can get. The
2: other one I think of that I think is really well done is uh, uh, Stellan Sarsgaard's weird uh, murder basement in, uh, in um, Girl with the Dragon. Girl, I too. love that murder basement. Yes. Yes. It's a great murder this, like, basement. It's, like, very clean sort of
1: Ikea murder I just basement. like thinking about that, that the guy is like, all right, I love murder. I guess I'll have to design a whole basement. Yeah, right, right. Yeah,
3: right. And he makes it very clean. Like yes, my his favorite, is very like it's like a meat locker. I, I'm more of a, uh, a science of lamb murder basement. That is one of the great bur- oh, murder yeah. basement. I mean, That's you have a you well. Yes. yes, you have a well. You yeah. have a freaking insect place. And you your ministry wardrobe. on in yeah. the oh, insect
4: place. I love dollar hides. I mean, just like that 80s like cube glass brick. Yes. The the the, the moonlight and the not the actual not the moonlight from the moon but like this light, light that's a moon. He's got a moon on his wall one and big sp- fucking image. Yeah, and those and like Mars as yes. well. It's yeah. just it's it's surprising for a serial killer to be so into space and I like it. He likes yeah. space. Maybe yeah. he thinks we'd
1: all be better off up there. He's kind of a space guy. I do want to know how much the critics had their knives out for this movie cuz I think they were all just like Fuck Miami Vice. We're sick of it. Yeah. You know, I think people were over Miami Vice. Right. And everyone's read on Man was style over substance. Exactly. So they were like,
2: overkill, the MTV kill, hokey. That's the, the crazy yeah. thing <laughs> is that they wrote him off as the, they were like, oh, right. it's just all
1: music yeah, and colors. Yeah, this guy's flash in the pan. He was yeah. man right.
5: G. Yeah.
1: Uh, and like, I, uh, Shelley, Sheila, Sheila Benson at uh, LA Times was like, she, well cast Wasteland. What? But, I'll say this: yeah. Leonard Maltin, who liked the movie, yeah. said it's gripping and it's surprisingly non-exploited. It,
0: wow,
2: I which think... is
1: kind of a good take on Manhunter. Eber
2: Manhunter liked is... it too. Sure, sure. I, I think... don't know what Ebert thought. I feel like I saw Ebert's yeah. review. It with could
4: her. have definitely relished more in the killings and done all. Oh the yeah, rats. right. No, it
1: kind of cuts away from all. That. Like yeah. the wheelchair thing is very brief. You right. don't see sure. him ripping off the guy's lips, like any yeah. like which are all like those are elements in the book that yeah. he just sort of skims over,
2: especially compared to all the other uh, Hannibal Lecter products. Right.
3: And you also see, you don't see the murder photos like in full until that quick shot of him on the airplane. Right. Where the kid sees it.
2: Right. And even so, you're not seeing the worst of them. No. You're seeing very quick flashes. Yeah, no, that is a a fair take from Old Malty. Good job, Malty. Star of Gremlins 2.
3: He seems like more of a VH1 director than like uh, on just surfaces alone. (laughs) Yeah. Like not MTV, like, wow, 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 wow. Right. Just like see,
4: this is this you know. This MTV is very early, and then you yep. age into like what we would think is VH1 would be early MTV. I would
2: think. I just think it's incredible that like like when the the man o Taurus always go like he doesn't make movies for kids. He makes movies about grown ups. <laughs> and when he was making these early movies, everyone was like, "This guy's making fucking movies for kids. <laughs> What's this kiddie bullshit?" I guess that's
1: right. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It's,
4: it's. I just know I want my man TV.
1: Hey, hey. on that note. Yep. <laughs> On that note, end this podcast. Yes. Finish it.
2: Uh, we hate movies. Uh, everyone everyone should be listening. Yes, please do listen
4: yeah. to our show. Yeah, you could find us at uh WHMpodcast.com and wherever podcasts are available. I do want to quickly tease something if that's okay. Oh, oh yes, boy. please. That's okay. We will be do- people always ask this because we don't go out there very often, but we are gonna be doing a West Coast tour <gasps> in November, early November. Okay.
2: Give a lot of heads up. For all our uh, West Coast... uh, Do you you have a name for your
4: listeners? Is there like a... Mm no I was our fans are blankies. yeah I blankies. saw
3: the blankies. we've been thinking about it and like haters just hate. doesn't does yeah. work no. Mo- we,
4: movers we started our show in 2010 <laughs> and it was a bad name. it was a fine name it's okay but uh I think we said halos once before <laughs> halos <laughs> hate a ha- like juggalo but hate a oh. I mean I think that's really yeah, good Gr- that's up Griffin's Alex. That okay. Up, okay, alley okay good well if Griffin likes it we'll keep
2: it yeah cool uh so all those west coast hate
4: <laughs> come uh-huh. on
2: out yeah come on out um Thank you all for listening. Uh please remember to rate review, subscribe. Thanks to Andrew Fergudo for our social media. Joe Bone Pat Rowlands for our artwork. Liam Montgomery for our theme song. Go to blankiesdirect.com for some real nerdy shit. Go to T Public for some real nerdy shirts. Uh Patreon, uh blank check bonus features where we do commentaries on uh franchises and I guess we're now committed to doing uh all of the uh,
1: the airport movies someday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Right. Yeah, that's on the list now. Yeah, that's uh, in the hopper.
4: We've that's gonna be it.
2: the next one after the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. The obvious next franchise to cover.
4: It's like this. It's the '70s MCU, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, come nice. on. Uh, uh,
2: and as always, uh, Hannibal Lecter is
0: adding.